This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. All right, today is October 30th, a Friday. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, the family of Walter Wallace Jr. is not calling for the Philadelphia police officers who fatally shot him to be charged with murder. Family attorney Shaka Johnson told reporters on Thursday they were improperly trained and did not have the proper equipment by which they could um, do their job, Johnson said. The comments came after the family watched body camera footage of the moments leading up to Wallace's death, which Johnson said shows him in an obvious mental health crisis. The footage, which is about 30 to 40 seconds long, shows Wallace emerging from a house with a knife as family members shout about his mental condition, he said. Johnson also claims the video shows Wallace was incapacitated after the first shot. In a joint statement, the offices of Mayor Jim Kenney and District Attorney Larry Krasner expect to uh, uh, say that they expect the footage and the 911 audio files to be released by the end of the week, end of next week, uh, and they're certain that matters are after certain matters are resolved with the Wallace family. But the family and the attorney said that they want the video to be made public. Philadelphia Police Union President John McNesby hasn't uh, hasn't seen the body camera footage yet, but he said based off of the cell phone video that he saw, he believes that Wallace lunged at the officers and unfortunately they had to fire, he said. Two people are facing charges after a police in Philadelphia recovered illegal explosives being transported in a van along the Ben Franklin Parkway on Wednesday night, according to Attorney General Josh Shapiro. Authorities say the investigation began early Wednesday night when officers responded to a commercial burglary alarm and observed 10 to 15 staged vehicles on City Avenue on the Marriott parking lot. Authorities said officers observed some of the vehicles suspiciously leaving the parking lot, later unsuccessfully attempting to ram uh, the target located on Monument Road in the city's Winfield Heights section. Officers then followed the van when it left the area and got onto the Schuylkill Expressway and later onto the Ben Franklin Parkway in the heart of Philadelphia. Inside the van, investigators found a quarter or half sticks of dynamite, a handheld propane tank torch, a taser, and various tools, including electric drills, bolt cutters, and machetes. Authorities said the explosives are used to dismantle and steal proceeds from ATMs. There have been at least 30 ATM explosions since Monday night's unrest. The attorney general said the van's uh, driver Brian LaRue and passenger Eric Murray are both facing charges of possession of weapons of mass destruction conspiracy and risking a catastrophe along with other charges. These individuals who have been charged today tried to use a message of justice to provide cover for their own gain said Attorney General uh, Shapiro. This is an incredibly challenging time for communities in Philadelphia across southeast Pennsylvania and around the country. We will not allow criminals to hijack and take advantage of lawful protests as an opportunity to sow chaos. Do you think we're going to start to see these ATMs go away? Because I've always been. I, I go into a place and I see, I, I, it's like a, maybe a place that I'm not familiar with. I'm always leery of the ATM to begin with. They always rattle a thing if I need to use it to, I, see, yeah. if it's, yeah. to see if it's, you know, Listen, uh, compromised. I, I, so the they, there's so many issues with them now. I'm wondering if right. they're just going to cut back on them. I really need to be in a in a hard way to get money to use one of those ATMs. I told you guys. A you go to the while. bank, right? Well, I have to now. Yeah. I went to the one ATM around the corner inside a gas station. It was compromised. I had to cancel all of my credit cards yeah. and yeah, all you that went stuff. The whole thing. Yeah, and then that. Uh, the people at the bank told me that uh, the best ATMs to use are the ATMs that are outside or inside a bank because they have to. Check them all the time. They have to check them a few right. different times a day. So those right. are the ones that you need. So to if you're going to pay, or well, yeah, I uh, sometimes I use the Wawa ones, but I, I haven't had an issue with those. But right, I don't know. right, you know. 
Yeah, I don't know, but these guys, these explosives, man, they're gonna they're, they're gonna put them away for a yeah. long time, dude. And You're they throwing should. explosives around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah yep. Very scary. Animal control officers are investigating how three ball pythons ended up loose in a residential <laughs> neighborhood in Bucks County. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> On Monday, the Reardon family made an unusual discovery in their Levittown garage when the snake slithered up. They said it was pretty clear this wasn't a garden snake. The resident said that he was easily able to get the snake into a trash can. Hi, we're from Delco and we got lost. <laughs> No, you're not. <laughs> Middletown Township Animal Control Officer Cheyenne Keene responded to the call and found that it was, in fact, a four to five foot ball python uh, that is not native to the area, she said. As she was putting the snake in her car, she received a call about another snake. Oh, man. This one was at a Shell gas station around the corner at Woodburn and New Falls Road, and that one appeared to be dead. Then a third call came in for yet another very alive python from another neighborhood near- nearby. Uh, she says that there's no way that three four-foot snakes all got out and nobody realized it, so it uh, transitioned from a stray animal call to a possible abandonment call, said Keen. She believes that three no- the uh, three non-venomous snakes were dumped by the same owner. One of the snakes succumbed to the chilly weather. The two surviving pythons, which are both female, are receiving medical treatment at the Bucks County SPCA. The goal when they are healthy again is to find them new homes. They're one of the most commonly owned snakes. They're super docile and they make great pets, said Keen. During the pandemic, Middletown Animal Control said requests for pet assistance have increased. The SPCA said surrendering an animal is always better than abandoning one. They said they'll ask questions about the animal's health, but they won't ask any questions as to why you need to get rid of the animal. So they said instead of abandoning it, take yeah, it to them. Yeah, because oh. as you see, one of them died, and, and if you're just, you yeah. know, they're not made for this weather. Yeah. Officer Keen said there's a small chance another python is out there. She said they are not a threat, but if you see one, you should contact animal control. So if you see one hitchhiking, you know, yes. <laughs> pick it up. This was, I was talking to Pancake about this the other day, though, um, because, I mean, this was I, I, we both grew up in Levittown and somebody you knew always had a snake yeah. in your bedroom. Like, sure. it Preston, was when, just when, the thing. When you were in high school, <laughs> at least for me, like the, the, the metalheads like, yeah. would always Somebody had a, had a snake. snake. Yeah, yeah. That's there a couple of snakes. I didn't know anybody who owned a snake. Snakes until, and tarantulas. Until I was in college. <laughs> yeah. And there was and this dude in my dorm, he illegally had a snake. Like, you weren't allowed to have pets, and you were allowed to have... Um, with like fish, yeah, you could have a fish tank, and that was pretty much it. But this, that was the first time. So what was I eighteen yeah. before I actually met a, a snake owner? Yep, but they're around. There's a, there are people in the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> All right, in sports this morning. <laughs> In Thursday night football, the Atlanta Falcons beat the Panthers last night in Carolina. Matt Ryan threw 281 yards and ran for a touchdown. Young Hoku made four field goals, and the Falcons held on to win 25-17. to The Eagles are at home on Sunday night against the Dallas Cowboys. Jalen Rager got clearance from team doctors yesterday to return to play. Lane Johnson is also expected to play, despite persistent knee and ankle pain he's been dealing with for most of the season. Kickoff is scheduled for 8-20. Tony La Russa, the Hall of Famer, who won a World Series with the Oakland 
Athletics and two more with the St. Louis Cardinals is returning to manage the Chicago White Sox 34 years after they fired him. The 76-year-old rejoins the franchise where his managing career began more than four decades ago. He becomes the oldest manager in the major leagues by five years. Dusty Baker of the Houston Astros is 71. And in hockey news, the Arizona, uh, the Arizona Coyotes renounced the rights to top 2020 draft pick Mitchell Miller. The news comes three days after a story published uh, in the Arizona Republic revealed that Miller and another teen were charged with assault and violating the Ohio Safe Schools Act for bullying Isaiah Meyer Crothers, a black classmate with developmental dis disabilities in 2016. The Coyotes, who selected Miller in the draft on October 7th, responded to the report with a statement from the team president, CEO Xavier uh, Gutierrez, saying that they would work to confront bullying and racism. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thanks, Kath. We are happy that we are end the end of the work week. It has yes. arrived, and here we are together once again. So we're happy that you're on board for another program. We have some uh, things planned, including uh, we have a guest today. Rodman's going to be joining us, and uh, he is going to be performing at Helium Comedy Club. Rodman or Rodman? Uh, I think it's Rodman, right? I thought well, we say Rodman. Before, yeah, I, always... I, I forget. Yeah. All right, well, he's going to be joining us, and uh, he's got shows, like I said, at Helium uh, tonight, Saturday, and the Sunday show as well, so you can get the details on the Website, heliumcomedy.com. Uh, we'll give away our Word of the Week prize, Tom Petty Wildflowers, and all the rest, and also the $100 gift card from the Woodstock Trading Company. So if you've been waiting to win that, you'll have your uh, chance to grab it. And uh, Halloween's tomorrow. Yes. Ooh, so we're getting in that mode. Ooh, very excited. Mode. Mischief night tonight. You know, yeah. I, I think we can... You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna call a moratorium on mischief in the city. Tonight. You think so? Yes, yeah, seriously. If we could just <laughs> skip mischief, it's kind of fizzled out over the last yeah. couple of decades, anyway. So, but uh, nonetheless, uh, I think people have had their fill of mischief. Yeah, but uh, we're getting ready for Halloween, uh, and it's a uh, it's no sad, bro. It's Friday. Yeah. In fact, uh, yeah, we had a, a text that says, "Hey, I live in Levittown." I have uh, 34 snakes. Whoa. Come on. <laughs> we breed them. Ball pythons, western hog nose, and corn snakes. <laughs> uh, I thought they were the one that, that said no sad bro. It's no, 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 That no. was us responding to it. <laughs> yeah, sorry yeah, to distract no you. But I just, I, 34 snakes seems a yeah. lot to me. I would recount <laughs> them right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, seriously. You sure you're not missing three? <laughs> do, do a bed check. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but I mean, Pancake said there was somebody in his neighborhood who had them like in the front window. And you could see the, the oh, heat really? lamps and everything. Seriously, <laughs> Do you ever see like oh, videos God. of like you know people that are just being like overloaded with like puppies and and it's so cute and you're like oh my God I want to be in that. Do you think people feel that same way about snakes? Some, I think oh, I some just do. Want them crawling all over me. Some love them. Yeah, you know, they, 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 you they know, do. Yeah, I mean the, the natural inclination to be terrified of them, and then you've held them. I've held you know snakes, sure. and they're. They're actually not. They're actually sort of soothing in a way, not like a kitten or something. But yeah. I yeah. think there's more to them than like an arachnid. You yeah. know. Yeah. I just uh, right when you said that, Casey, I started thinking about the scene in Road Trip where Tom Green is <laughs> yes. yeah. going to feed this. His, this is whole thing leading up. He can't wait to feed the snake a rat. He just can't wait to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing latches onto his hand <laughs> and just freaks him the hell out. Uh, but listen, everybody's got their their own version of uh, yeah. cute and cuddly, yeah. and uh, for some people, it's snakes. You know, so <laughs> oh great, yeah. Connor just brought up the video of when this happens. I love it. All right, so we have these things and more taking place on this Friday morning. Let's take a break. Come back. The entertainment report. The stupid question. Those things are up next. Stay with us. We will keep you company. 
on the way into work this morning. We'll be right back. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. Nobody likes a delay of game. And while there's been some uncertainty about this football season, Acme is happy to announce it's game on. So no matter what your game day's like, they've got everything you need to cheer the Eagles on. From snacks and party trays to beverages and fan gear, make it a season to remember. Acme, official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Okay, so the stupid question this morning, we're going to give away, once again, the Doors Morrison Hotel 50th Anniversary Deluxe Edition Digital Download. And we'll do a Halloween-themed question. This is an interesting one. There is a traditional Halloween bread in Ireland that typically contains dark and golden raisins, plus a small ring or toy. And the person who finds the item is said to receive good fortune. Raisins. You you, you like raisins. This is, <laughs> this is a Halloween tradition in Ireland. What is that bread called? Two one five two six three WMMR. It sounds like the uh, the king cake or whatever. Or that is. Easter bread, yeah. Uh, for uh, New Orleans, for um, uh, Fat Tuesday. I'm Irish, and I don't. I'm I'm not sure I ever heard of this. Yeah, the traditional Halloween yeah. bread in Ireland that has uh, raisins. Yeah, uh, dark, raisins. Dark you, golden. You like raisins? <laughs> golden raisins plus a small ring or toy. Let's see if you know what that is called. Two one five two six three WMMR. Going to go through some birthdays today. Uh, Harry Hamlin of L.A. Law and Mad Men. Mad great Men. guest. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yep. He was great. Yes, he? he was. Yeah. He was terrific, man. Uh, he is uh, 69 today. He He's was, uh, he was another th- one of those who gets who he is. He gets man. who he is. He uh-huh. was in here. He was talking about his wife, Lisa Renna, when she was appearing on the Real Housewives show. And he yeah. says, yeah, we came close to divorce. Yeah. <laughs> he, he has this bizarre... Um, Sarcasm about him yeah. and about his own career, which I yeah. love. Yeah, and uh, and he was he was wonderful. So uh, he's sixty nine years old today. Uh, actor and comedian Kevin Pollak yes also celebrates birthday. Another great guest. Uh, yeah, another one. Lots of great stories. Uh, celebrates his sixty uh, third birthday today. In uh, a few good men. Uh, he has a uh, great stories about Jack. Yes, and what a nice guy he was. Yeah, that's what everyone says yeah. uh, on sets when you worked with Nicholson. Apparently, it was a really good atmosphere. Yeah, we uh, never got the opportunity because we've just done a few films, Preston. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Uh, Usual Suspects, few other great movies, right? Casino. Uh, so he's he's been around the block a while. Indian Summer's a fun movie too. Um, his character in A Few Good Men was uh, potentially going to be Jason Alexander. That yes. was the word. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it was Jason. Alexander. Alexander, and he was going to go try this Seinfeld thing. Yeah. Uh, and it ended up, it, it it clicked, so they were looking for somebody else, and they came to Kevin Pollack. And Jason Alexander would have worked in that role, Jack's too. character was originally going to go to Paul Lind. Wow. Uh, yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> you can't <laughs> handle the truth. <laughs> you, Lieutenant Weinberg. You want the truth. <laughs> uh, so Kevin Pollack is 63. Uh, actor Charles Martin Smith. Yes. We talk about American Graffiti from time to time. Toad, right? He's, he's great in that. Yep, absolutely. Uh, also, The Untouchables. He's the, oh, the accountant. Okay. The accountant who actually, he's the one who actually brings down Capone. Yep, it was his idea. And that's that's based on fact. It was accounting uh, that, that got Capone uh, yep. taken out. And he's also in um, uh, Call of the Wild, is he not? Or not Call of the Wild. Never uh, Cry Wolf. Never Cry Wolf, which is awesome. I love I that movie. That. Oh, it's great. So good. It's, a, yeah. it's based on a true story, is it not? It is, and he ends up, I think it is, Steve, but 
but he ends up uh, in the wilds of either Alaska or Canada. Yes, yeah. and then he basically he's living among this wolf um, pack. Yeah. It's uh, so but, good, but it's mostly just him by yeah. himself for the movie, and he does a great job. It's a really good movie, very underrated. All right, he turns uh, sixty-seven today. Henry Winkler has a birthday today, and it's a big one for him as he's 75 years old. You know what you should do on his birthday? If you've never seen it, watch Night Shift. Oh, my God. What a great movie. Does it hold up? It it does. It it holds up. It's also, it came, you know, the world knew him as Fonzie, and he had this character where he played the complete opposite, a total schlub. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Watch the show Barry on HBO. Preston, it's half-hour episodes. He's in it. It's great. I think it's a really, really great series. Uh, Steve is right about him in Night Shift (laughs) because he was this most put-upon... You know, uh, it, it, just this most timid person. Yes, and it's just the absolute spin from uh, from Fonzie. It's hilarious, and it is hilarious how he is put upon. Uh, <laughs> Henry Winkler is seventy five today, and he's great in The Water Boy too. Uh, Grace Slick of Jefferson Airplane, Jefferson Starship, and Starship is eighty one. Eighty one. Yeah. God, man, she was a hard liver. I was. I always thought she'd end up in like the twenty seven club. Yeah, nope. She uh she has lived a long life and uh some cool music uh out of her camp. So. You know it's wild when you watch after the after the Woodstock concert, a number of those artists went and appeared on the Dick Cavett show. And she was one of them. No kidding. Yeah. Okay. And, and I mean they'd just done this festival and they were all sitting around talking to Cavett. It's a bizarre show. Happy eighty first to uh Grace Slick. It is Ivanka Trump's birthday today. Uh, she turns 39, so she's a year off of the big 4-0. Uh, okay. Yeah. So. She's the Grace Slick of the politics. The Grace yep. Slick yeah. of the politics. <laughs> kind of world. always referred to that. Of politics. Uh, Timothy B. Schmidt. Yes. Of uh, the Eagles. Very and talented. For that, and he was, he was in a, another great band called Poco. And Schmidt Storm. Uh, he was in Schmidt Storm. I did not know that. Um, <laughs> but. <Schmickle>. Um, <laughs> He's uh Schmidt He he took care of the really high vocal parts oh, for the Eagles. Take it to the limit? Uh no. no I no, can't no, no, tell no. you why. I can't tell you why he sang lead on which for and when I was a kid I thought it was a woman singing because yes. his voice is, is such a high register. Uh, but uh, no, but it, within the the vocal harmonies he's, okay. he's way up high. No, that was Randy Meisner. Okay. And he Replaced Randy Meisner in the band. Okay. Uh, so Timothy B. Schmidt is 73 today. Uh, drummer Chris Slade, who's played with everybody from, well, he's, he was uh, most recently with ACDC, uh, but he's also played in Manford Man, The Firm, uh, Uriah Heep, and he did a turn in Asia as well. 74 the, years old. The today. band or the continent? Uh, the band. Okay. The super group. Uh, and then the last birthday is Gavin Rossdale. Oh. Uh, just happy to see his ex-wife get married to uh, uh, yes. What's his face? Blake Shelton. Uh, yeah, Blake, Blake Shelton. Shelton. Yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, but they have uh, they got some kids together. Some that they didn't even know about. <laughs> uh, and Gavin turns fifty-five years old today. They have new music. Uh, and they're do they? Yeah, they're planning on they were planning on a tour, but obviously that's not going to happen. So they're doing some virtual stuff. So happy fifty fifty, Gavin Ross. We yeah. were working on getting Bush to perform during the Camp Out for Hunger, like virtually, like through um, you know Zoom technology right, or whatever. Right, right, right. Um, that that probably won't happen on our show, but it may happen during Pierre's show, okay. which is kind of cool. And he will yeah. be Pierre will be broadcasting from the Camp Out site as well. We're going to be doing those things. So that's cool. Be really cool. Yeah. 
All right, we're going to look to see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. There's a traditional Halloween bread in Ireland that has dark and golden raisins, plus, like plus a small ring or toy. And the person who finds that item is said to receive good fortune. What is the name of this bread dish? 215-263-WMMR is the number. I'm going to go to Craig. Hey, Craig. Oh, hey, sorry. I was yanking it to Sanford and Son. What's <laughs> hey, that's what Casey used to do. Uh, all right, well, okay. as soon as you finish, all tell right. us, Craig, what is the name of this bread, please? It is uh, Bambrock. Uh, uh, you got it. Yeah, it's yeah. actually Barnbrack, but he's Irma Bombeck. looked it up and has it. It's Barnbrack. Or it's also known as just Brack. Crack. The Craig, hang on the line. We're going to get your information. We are going to give you a uh, Doors Morrison Hotel 50th Anniversary Deluxe Edition digital download with 30 songs, including 19 previously unreleased outtakes. A two-CD, one-LP set is also available in stores now, courtesy of Rhino.com. Uh, so, and there you go. That's for... Can we um, just be clear that I didn't yank it to Sanford and Son? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was on in the background because that's all I had. My You covered it. Time. You used it to cover your yanking, right? Yeah. I yeah. hear you. That yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. There's a big difference. Yeah. It was just in the background. You didn't <laughs> want to go with the quiet political talk show. You needed something that had some... I didn't have cable in my room, right? So it was all... <laughs> uh, Did your parents know that Sanford and Son was the yanking? I show? <laughs> no. Okay. No. All right. It was not the yanking show. It just so happened I was learning about myself at the time. Yeah. Okay. And uh, and yeah. that was uh, the TV was on. To this day, you can't pass a dump without wanting to rub one out. Right. I wonder if there's a Pavlovian uh, yeah. response to Fred Sanford. Play the theme song and Casey gets a wood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's get into the entertainment stuff. Please. Let's stop with the, uh, the Sanford and Son thing here. In response to harsh criticism, Khloe Kardashian defended traveling to a private island in celebration of Kim Kardashian's 40th birthday. In an appearance on the Ellen DeGeneres show, Khloe made it clear that the event was planned with the pandemic in mind. She said, we felt so safe, she explained. We did it in the safest way I could imagine someone doing it. It seems that Khloe isn't getting it either. Regardless, no. uh, critics of the celebration still argue that it was tone deaf as the rest of America faces a climbing second wave of coronavirus infle- infections. Chloe uh, also told Ellen that she hopes the public backlash doesn't affect how Kim feels about the party. She said, I want Kim to focus on just how beautiful it was and what she did for everybody. I don't think it was the safety measures of COVID and all that stuff. What it was it was the the... the the opulence, yeah, and all of that, and, and, and so, but listen, and she's totally entitled to celebrate her party. No doubt, it's absolutely fine. Go do that. It, that you know what? That doesn't need to be on social media. You could have just done that privately, and nobody needed to know about it, or, or at least as far as they didn't he- need to hear it from you. Or one or two pictures. I, I get. Or, or how about zero pictures? Yeah. How about zero? Just go do it. Or, Enjoy yourself. Yeah, or just a, if, if you want to acknowledge the birthday, right. just a picture with you and your friends. Yeah. Not several pictures of you in paradise. Yes. You know, might the, be a little bit different. But the explanation of whatever. a private island and private jet. Right. A picture of her six-toed foot. Right. So Because um, honestly, if I had your means and all of that, I'd do the exact same freaking thing. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I have a couple of clips to play, actually, uh, and they they focus on uh, Kim's birthday. This is Kim, who received a hologram of her father giving her a birthday wish, and we have a clip of that. Uh, we have, when, yeah. When that took place. Here we go. Happy birthday, everybody. Look at you. You're 40 and all grown up. 
You look beautiful, just like when you were a little girl. I watch over you and your sisters and brother and the kids every day. Sometimes I drop hints that I'm around. I am so proud of the woman that you've become, Kimberly, and all that you've accomplished. But most impressive is your commitment to become a lawyer and carry on my legacy. It's a long and a hard road, but it's worth it. And I'm with you every step of the way. Okay, what? What's going on? So what they did is they were able to, the way they do deep fakes, they took footage, pre-existing footage of Robert Kardashian. Yeah. They created him speaking this, and they took audio of Robert Kardashian, sampled it, and have him, he's reading dialogue from a script that many feel that Kanye had a hand in writing. And so that's how you have him referencing her 40th birthday, saying he's watching from up above. And yeah. So wait, how do they have the audio? They have audio samples that they sampled and created into dialogue. That's oh. creepy. Yeah. So, like, um, ed- wait, edited it that, all together? That's cool. And no, so, he, so he had had to have said those phrases at some point in his life, and they had to have tracked those down? They The way they can take um, facial expressions and... No, I know that. Deeping, they, they, they can do the, the same audio. They I'm... can contour the audio in a very similar way, too. That is really bizarre. Yes. that's No, what that is is terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I'm talking about, you know, yeah, faking create, things, creating yeah, yeah. things and faking things and pointing that off as real in, in serious situations. It looks like his head yeah. on somebody else's body. Well, yeah, the 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 video, the, his facial expressions look like it's missing some telltale things. That you right. can tell it's a little bit fake, like his upper lip isn't moving very much. But then again, maybe they wanted to Botox him up and make it yeah, like, make days. Like the make it part of the family. <laughs> uh, but that is the audio. That's scary. Wait, is he dancing right now? Yeah, because he okay. talks about how they, how he, uh, they used to dance to a song okay. when she was younger. Wow. I, you know, and I was watching, and I'm thinking, you know what? I, w- I would kind of like to see my mother in yeah. her. Yeah, yeah. I, I would kind of like to see her like that. I, know, I would know it was fake. I would know there's an element of creepiness to it. But just for once again to see her in yeah. her vitality, I, that- I can't say I would. Say no to that. That is just weird about the audio because, you know, I, I could see if they took you know, segments of him from all different kinds of clips and audited those in together, aud- uh, edited those in together, but they would have different tones and different, uh, you know, uh, audio quality sounds and so on. But the fact <coughs> that they're able to manipulate just from a small sample it's well, Black the- Mirror into those words, that's really weird, man. Wow. Okay. Uh, here's a clip of Kanye uh, who made a little joke in the presentation. So uh, they, they're joking that it's clear Kanye wrote some of this script because okay. listen to how Robert Kardashian's hologram right. describes Kanye. All right, here we go. The most beautiful thing that I have witnessed is watching you grow your family. You married the most, 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 most genius man in the whole world, <laughs> Kanye West. Keep doing what you're doing, Kimberly. You are a beautiful soul. Know that I am very proud of you, and I'm always with you. I love you, Kimberly. Tell Courtney, Chloe, and Rob I love them and miss you all. Don't forget to say your prayers. Wow, I think they got an impersonator. Uh, that that's how did how would you have someone say Kanye West like that? I, unless I don't know. That's yeah. wild. Okay, well mm. that must have been really special for her then. I would I imagine mean, that would that would blow you away. You know, because if, someone in your life that you yeah. lost to see them. You're knowing it's it's a, a fake, yeah. but at least gives you the essence of having that person full size oh my God. in front of you. It would be very emotional. Do you remember that episode of, of, it was an episode called Family of Star Trek The Next Generation where he goes into the holodeck and his dad recorded himself 
telling Wesley when he was just born all the hopes he had for no, him. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, one, it's, it's I don't just heart wrenching. Yeah. Wow. Okay. But I can't say I wouldn't. You know. Into that. Maybe I'm in the minority, but I, I'm completely <clears throat> creeped out by this. Yeah, no, I, I'm telling you, no, I think it's a sweet gesture, and, and it would be if it were one of your own relatives, especially you know, a, you know, a mother or father. But we're looking at the video, and it does have that uncanny valley type of, of course, yeah. reaction where it's like, "That's not real. Get right. that away from me." All right. Well, moving on. This is real, and uh, he's doing okay. Jeff Bridges is opening up about his cancer diagnosis uh, just over a week after revealing that he has lymphoma. Uh, the actor, who is seven years old at this point, thanked friends and fam- uh, family and friends uh, and fans for their well wishes on Twitter Thursday and shared a photo of himself wearing a hospital gown while posing theatrically. As he received the treatment, he's kind of got this looking off into the distance. Oh, see, I would have adopted the Burt Reynolds on a massage table. <laughs> it's all the rage. Uh, directing fans to his website where he has launched an online journal. Bridges gave an update on how he is feeling as well as some recent musings. Uh, he said this cancer thing is bringing on feelings of uh, preciousness and gratitude and good old-fashioned love and lots of it big time. Didn't he say, I am feeling good and I hope you are too? I don't think so. He said, I'm feeling so much of it coming my way and man, I appreciate it. It's contagious. All this love like some kind of positive virus. He said, I want to acknowledge and thank you guys for reaching out during this time. It feels good getting all the well wishes and love. This cancer is making me appreciate my mortality, appreciate impermanence. And I'm realizing that if I have S to share, now's the time. Uh, He wrote that before sharing some doodles that he had drawn and thought bubbles that featured links. A thought bubble with the words, we need you, linked out to a video of the Stars band uh, Jeff Bridges and the Abiders uh, performing their song Welcome Matt that encourages fans to vote. Uh, Bridges said that the other another thing on his mind is how important it is to take care of the natural environment. And he wrote, trees, man, got to take care of our trees. <laughs> and so Jeff Bridges. Yep, they're us, he wrote. Uh, when clicked on, his teacup doodle directed fans to a video featuring Bridges talking about environmentally friendly guitars. When clicked on another uh, bubble asking, don't you love where we live? took fans to an environmental documentary that he produced, Living in the Future's Past. Hmm. Uh, Bridges wrapped his first update by saying, I'm looking to be in a partnership with you guys in creating beautiful life and a world for all of us. So it's nice to hear from him. And the, it's it's comforting to know that he is essentially the big Lebowski. Yeah, he's yeah. the dude. Yeah. yeah. Uh, due to the coronavirus pandemic, George Clooney and Randy Gerber had to cancel their legendary annual Casamigos Halloween party. Which is huge. But they're still bringing the Halloween spirits. On October 31st, Casamigos co-founders will hit the streets of Los Angeles in their 26-foot custom Halloween truck. In addition to making tequila, Casamigos is famous for hosting annual Halloween ragers like no others. Their guest list are always star-studded with past attendees, including... Kim Kardashian, Justin Timberlake, and Harry Styles. Is that the party where the one model always does that? Heidi Klum? Yeah. Uh, that's Heidi Klum's own party. That's her own yeah. party. So what she does they an do, outrageously over-the-top costume. Like, amazing. That it takes all day to get right. into the costume, right. that type of thing. What they traditionally do is they bring tequila to children's hospitals. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure. Because they're, yeah. they're givers. They're givers. Uh, the epic Halloween truck will visit the at-home celebrations of friends of Casamigos across the city, but George and Randy aren't stopping there. On Instagram today, 
actually, yesterday, Casamigos announced that the grand prize winner of the virtual costume contest will win a visit from the party on wheels. Wow. Fans can enter the contest by posting a photo of themselves in their most creative costume, tagging Casamigos, and adding Casamigos Halloween and uh, the hashtag contest as well. That's a great idea. But That's what's a great idea? What was the financial take from the uh, from this sale for them? It was some astronomical amount that completely eclipsed all the money he's ever earned from acting. It was hundreds of millions, wasn't it? it was up uh, in the remember that range. story? He sat down with a uh, to dinner with some friends, like seven or eight friends, yeah. and at the end of the meal, told them that he was giving them each a million dollars. Yeah, mm-hmm. all and no taxes. Right. I mean, all the taxes were taken care of. And, Diageo and he, bought it. Yeah. And yeah, he it was had like a it, billion. And he had it set up to where they could not refuse the money. Right. Uh, he had, like, he or he had, would have their children killed. Well, he would. He had taken <laughs> these these uh, steps to where he knew there were some people that weren't going to take it, but he yes. had taken these steps where they were forced to take it. I yeah. love that. Yeah. Yeah. That extra step means everything. And, and covering the taxes certainly is a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. Gigi Hadid posted a heartfelt handwritten letter on her Instagram story to express gratitude to all the people who sent her and her husband Zion Malik gifts for their new baby. I did. Uh, Gigi gave birth just over a month ago to the couple's first child, whose name they have to uh, yet to announce publicly. Uh, she explains in her letter that in addition to all the baby gifts that she's already posted about, uh, they received so many generous gifts, they haven't gotten a public thanks uh, yet, um, or given a public Do you think they posted like a... Is that is that a thing now? Where you, you The same way you post um, your list of... Needs on a, on a wedding registry? Is there a baby registry? And and would stars that wealthy do that? Uh, I don't know. I think that Kathy, they do baby registries, oh, sure. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. of course. Yeah, Having but, never had a baby, I would not know that. You know, uh, Steve. Also, lately, some celebrities are doing that for charity. Like they'll put it up on Amazon, and then there's a link to like. Uh, uh, what did I see yesterday? Like um, uh, shelters and things. Yeah, yeah. I approve of that. Food trucks or whatever. And yes. so you go to that, and you can. In theory, by a gift for Gigi Hadid, but it ends up not going to her. It goes to right. a charity that deserves it. And she's right in the area, right? Yeah, she's uh, outside of New Hope or has been. She's the, actually in the parking lot right now. <laughs> Supermodel also explained why she hadn't had the time to thank everyone individually yet. She's uh, busy being a new mom. She said, if I have not posted about something, it's not from a lack of gratitude. Just a new mom trying to get it all sorted while she naps. For reals. In addition to uh, thanking gift givers, Gigi ends her letter by saying, if you have sent something, even a message, thank you, I love you. I love you. Yes, thank you. I love you, Gigi Hadid. Uh, after announcing the end of her iconic 25-season show, Judge Judy, this March, Judy Shinelin announced today uh, she'll be returning to courtroom television as the star of the untitled Judge Judy Shinelin Pro project via Amazon Studios. You know this is going to happen. I think maybe Casey, maybe did you hypothesize this was the case? Mm. And she's also uh, having the event coincide with the debut of her flashlight present. Oh, yes. oh. which is going to be great. It's kind of mushy. <laughs> it's like it's like uh, it's like it's like, like oatmeal. It's like banging yeah. ambrosia. <laughs> Are those raisins? <laughs> you think it would nah, be that moist? Just pimples. Oh, gross. Oh, uh, so. <laughs> Uh, it's going to be on Amazon Here's Studios. Here's your chance to get inside my world. Amazon Studios IMDb TV, which I didn't know they were coming out with IMDb no, TV. No, it, it's out. Uh, they actually oh. have, uh, I watch a number of shows on it. They they tend to specialize in um, like old shows like the Beverly Hillbillies and all that stuff. So they, they Wait a minute. This is separate from uh, 
Amazon uh, Prime. Yeah. So this is this is another this is another streaming channel. IMDb TV that you have to pay for. I don't know if I'm paying for it. I probably am. <laughs> I've just given up. I just I don't even look at the amount. And I just click accept. And Here. I, yeah. It's so annoying. Uh, there's no news yet about when the show will premiere. Uh, let's see. Golden Globe winners Aquafina and Sandra Oh will star co-star as sisters in an upcoming Netflix movie written by Jen D'Angelo. I like them both. I like I Aquafina too. a lot. I do too. I was won over by her in Crazy, Crazy Rich, Rich Asians. Yeah. She was excellent. Psych. Did we just become best friends? Yep. <laughs> she was a dancer. Uh, there will be the. This will be the first time that the two actresses appear on screen together. Uh, the title of the movie has yet to be announced, so we will wait on that. Uh, the fifth film in the horror uh, franchise, Insidious, will both feature and be directed by Patrick Wilson. I love that guy. He's really good. Yeah, uh, uh, he, he, he starred in the first first four films. Uh, Insidious Five will be his first time stepping behind the camera, though he's never directed before. So the fifth one is called Obnoxious. Uh, Insidious <laughs> Obnoxious. Uh, we've gone to the well a lot, yeah, uh, with varying degrees of success. But I, but he is, uh, I really like him. He's also in Preston, the Conjuring series. Yes. So wait a minute. What remind me what Insidious is about? So there, in the first one, their son, this is her and uh, him and Rose Byrne. They have a son, and um, he, there's something wrong with him. And they bring in, uh, I forget her name. She's wonderful. Um, Vera. No, no, no. Um, the actress we had in here, she's uh, older. She's oh, she's from... Uh, from Lynn Shea. Yeah. Yes. So she comes in, and she's in the room, and she looks up at the ceiling, and she's seeing something, and she realizes the son is actually possessed by a demon. Okay. There was one of those that you said was really good, though, right? First one is really good. Um, the cup, Lynn Shea really drives the series after the first one, and she's really good in it, uh, but it... When you go to a well too often, yeah, um, it, it can be you know obviously it starts to wear out its welcome. But the first one really thunders. But uh, right, the, the Conjuring series is better, right? I think the Conjuring. So you've had two movies, Conjuring One and Conjuring Two, and then the next one I think is going to focus in on Amityville. I'm not sure. Okay, but they again, it's a great cast and it's done very well. Okay, which what Annabelle? Uh, what is that? What is Annabelle is from The Conjuring. It is. The first Conjuring okay. starts up with a picture of Annabelle. Annabelle. <laughs> and then they made they made a couple of Annabelle movies. Now, the Annabelle home, um comes Annabelle. home homecoming, I think the last, the one I recommend on my list mm-hmm. is actually really pretty good. Okay. All right. Yay. It's like when you're on a, on a morning chart. Like when Regis Philbin would take a, a cup of coffee during. I, yes, I tried me, to. Just, I tried to time the mouth as we're talking. When I can sneak in a cup of coffee. Those are my favorite Annabelle movies. Just give me a second. Sipping sometimes. <laughs> I. Uh, I like the second Annabelle movie. I, uh, I sometimes uh, I miss my mark. It's okay. Very <laughs> scary. So Saved by the Bell. You know that they're redoing that. We talked about this the other day, and it looks like. Lark Voorhees will be on the show to reprise her role as Lisa Turtle. Now, I don't know how often. She might just do... Pop in now and then as a cameo? Or it might be a one-time deal. I'm not really sure. So, you know, Lark had been uh, a little... Yeah, she had some uh, mental health issues, right? And also, she had, like, abusive relationships, which is not her fault, obviously. But, but, I mean, there was weird stuff going on. Yeah. And she seemed to, like, turn her back on the Saved by the Bell universe. On on the other hand, you know, Dustin Diamond desperately wants in, but they can't stand him. Right. Uh, We're looking at a picture. She looks fantastic. I always thought she was uh, super cute. Yeah. Yeah. She okay. Well, I was worried because I um, I remember it was she just a couple trouble, of years right? ago. She, well, her facially, like 
I thought she had maybe done some stuff and messed up her face. No, uh-huh. no. I might be misremembering and thinking of somebody else, but I, she I was thought always she had beautiful. Like, didn't she get a DUI or like she was in the news for something? It was because she had this husband um, that was that was it was a bizarre relationship, and they were going through legal battles, and they she got, okay. yeah, and it was something like that. I think okay. that's what it was. Actually, it was um, oh. yeah, she was. She has uh, schizoaffective disorder. I'm not sure exactly okay. what that is, but that doesn't sound good. Uh, also, she was involved in a, li- a lawsuit with the National Enquirer uh, for libel over an article that included claims published that she had a drug problem. That case was dropped in less than two months. So, yeah, she's she's had some some issues. Uh, but she's going to be back on the show. That's good news. Uh, two more quick things, and then we got to move on to the uh, clips. But... Um, this was big. I should have gone earlier with this, but Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost got married over the weekend. That's right. Yeah. They uh, eloped, right? Fans didn't find out until yesterday. Uh, Meals on Wheels America broke the news about their secret wedding in an Instagram post. According to the announcement, Scarlett and Colin's wedding wish was to support the nonprofit organization. That's very cool. That is very cool. Uh, the Instagram post also notes that Scarlett and Colin's top secret wedding ceremony Follow COVID-19 safety precautions as per the CDC's direction. Only immediate family members and loved ones were invited to attend in person. Now, Preston, you look at those two, and don't you just get the perception that Scarlett Johansson rips him apart? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> she's a tiger. She's a tiger. Uh, she's stunning. Uh, and if they're happy, She's I'm a tomcat, that one. Good that on was, her. Steve, that was the example I was trying to think of earlier uh, with um, a charity tie-in. They did it with Meals on Wheels, and they announced their marriage that way. And oh. so Me- Meals on Wheels gets uh, some credit and some notoriety. There you uh, go. And they tied into a celebrity marriage. When did they do it? Because he was working on Saturday Night Live on uh, Saturday night. I think it was. It had to be just recently. You well, know? you said over the weekend. You, that, you, you reported just pre- press that the, they did it over the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Then they announced it uh, yesterday. Yeah. What about that? Well, I just because he was working and he did Saturday Night Live on Saturday night, so he, I, I guess maybe they did it on Sunday. Or? Probably during a commercial break on that <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm not really sure. They just said yeah. over the weekend. So, all right, and then one last thing: the nicest guy in the world, Paul Rudd. Wearing a face mask and gloves, handed out cookies to voters in Brooklyn yesterday morning <laughs> to thank them because it was raining, it was crappy weather, and they were standing in long lines, and he went and handed out cookies. Did you see? That's very cool. What's not to love about this guy? Did you see that there's a, 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 a bunch of musicians, it's, it's, a, it's a drive, and they're totally, the idea is to remain completely nonpartisan and just get out, and so there's, there are lines where people are going to vote. And they're encouraging musicians to go down and play for people waiting in line to sort of provide some entertainment as they're doing that. It's kind of a cool thing. I love it. I love it. All right, we're ready for the clips. Fans have waited 24 years for the sequel to their cult classic, and now they're here. Uh, they're here in the form of the Craft Legacy. In this clip, star Kaylee Spaney. Yeah. Talks about how much of the new film was inspired by its predecessor. Here we go. It really was trying to make it my own. I think I watched the film maybe one or two times before I started filming, but reading the script is very apparent that we were making our own movie. And I wanted all these girls to not be copycats of the original. I don't even know who the hell you are. I don't either. But uh, it is available now uh, to watch On Demand, The Craft Legacy. I love the first one. Here is the next clip. Baby Yoda and bounty hunter Din Djarin. Did I get that right? Yeah. Din Djarin returned for the much-anticipated second season of The Mandalorian. In this clip, star Carl Weathers 
yeah. discusses one of the biggest challenges of starring in the hit TV series. You know, the sets are constructed by brilliant people, but they're really constructed to look great. You really get tired because you're in wardrobe that is not really constructed for you to be comfortable in, but it looks great on screen. So the most nuts part of the whole thing is getting through it. Uh, the second season of The Mandalorian mm. premieres today on Disney Plus. By the way, I I love this first season. I thought it was really uh, great. Again, Preston, I'm not. I just don't default to loving everything Star Wars. Right. But they did. <clears throat> excuse me. They my did it right. Gerbing up a ton this morning. But uh, yeah, and they 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 did it right. They created this world, and it. There are some really cool episodes. Nice. All right, uh, that's what I have. That is your entertainment report. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. Don't forget that Rodman will be joining us later on today. we got some stuff to give away and some things to talk about. We'll be right back. 93.3 WMMR presents Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month. Tala. Celebrating our area's best talent. Bringing it to you on air, online, and in the community. Here and see more at WMMR.com. Keyword, local shots. Tala, Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. It is October 30th, which means tomorrow's Halloween. Uh, all set for this whole thing. And I've come to a realization. Yes, please. I don't care about Halloween anymore. Oh, I know. No. I know. It's terrible. You're a good uh, costume guy. Like, you, you're a great trick-or-treater. Uh, but you got Halloween skills, man. I got skills, but I'm just kind of, I've grown out of it. Th- that doesn't mean that I don't enjoy and think that people should go forth and have their, and, and we're going to continue to do Halloween in my house and everything, but... My kids are kind of... You're you know, not going to stop it. No, I'm not going to. Yeah. No, of course not. I'm not going to be anti-Halloween or something right, like that. But I've kind of... I've lost my fire. Huh. Well, part of it is my, my daughter has... Um, she blew you off. She grew out of the uh, dad let's wear costumes together. Oh, right, thing. right, yeah. right. That's right. Last year was the first year that. we didn't do it. Leading up to that, I was all in for Halloween. And now I've lost my last child. <laughs> no, she's still... She's going to get dressed up and everything. But I, I was actively participating up until last year. So it's a a little bit different, but um, uh, yeah, and and this is going to be a different one this year for a lot of people. Well, so. it's been yeah, there's been sort of a, a big shift, obviously with COVID stuff and and that deal. The fact that it's on a Saturday, yeah, and a full moon, and a full moon, and all those things. Yeah. Uh, I am anticipating some trick or treaters, so I'm going to be set up in a safe way at my house. And even if there aren't trick or treaters, I still think it's going to be like the uh, drive around and look at Christmas lights thing. Where people go around and check out uh, displays like your house, Steve. Do you have a lot in your area? No. I, oh, in our area? Yeah. It's a, Most of it is the inflatables and cute yeah. stuff, which some of them are really cool. Uh, but nobody does. We used to have somebody in the neighborhood who did a haunted house. There were two, actually, houses uh, in the neighborhood. Oh, that's cool. That did a haunted house setup, mm-hmm. and they really pulled out all the stops. It was really, really neat. Um, but, um, yeah, there's, there's a few people that do it up. Do you ever walk through someone's yard uh, and then this is a great haunted house and you just realize they haven't maintained their yard? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that does happen. But there's on the, this is horrible. On my fall activities list, that's, um, part of, out in Bucks County, they have like, it's like seven or eight different routes that you can drive through and it takes, uh, an hour, some of them even less than an hour, but it's all homes and businesses that have decorated and some, not all of them are just the inflatables, you know, uh, some people 
went all out and did, you know, the skeletons with the blood and all that kind of stuff. Right. This is your house, Steve? Yeah. That looks great. We're looking at a picture of it. Uh, the lights are what make it, most Thanks. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, I, I'm sad that my son isn't as into it as he once was because for me it really was a bonding thing last year he did the thing where he went out with his friends without me and, and it was like oh all is right. that a kick in the balls because oh clearly preston it, it leveled is. you yeah it it, it's a total kick in the balls uh and then this year for the last two or three weeks he's been like no we're not going to do anything not going to do anything and then yesterday he said i want to do something with my friends and i was like all right but here's the thing he still wants to go out. He still wants to get dressed up. And he wants to hang out with his buddies. And I'm fine. I'm happy that he's going out, that he wants to do anything. Yeah. Well, there's, there's a transition that takes place. And after he doesn't go out anymore, then he gets to stay home and hand out the candy. And that's another thing, too. Yeah, and some yeah, people yeah. will dress up and do that, too. Uh-huh. We usually put on costumes. Yeah. God, I love that. But leading up to this, yeah, like for weeks in advance, we'd be like, all right. What's the plan? Yeah. What are we? You know, what's the costume situation? What's the plan? And it's just not. It's not happening. Let me ask anymore. you: Do you think with the, the? So again, I'm gonna have a. I'm gonna have a setup. If people come by, it's gonna be safe. If not, that's cool. Do you think some people are just gonna opt to? In the, in the maelstrom of all the crap that's going on, just get a, get on the costumes and maybe just parade around a little bit, walk around. And oh, even, yeah, I know even a, few, not, yeah. Yeah, a few neighborhoods who are doing... Um, just walk around in their ha- costumes. Well, they're doing, like, uh, earlier in the day, they're doing a Halloween parade. So, like, okay. where the kids are going to just parade by in their costumes instead of going, you know, house to house. I, I just don't that think should you- be done every year. That's yeah. a nice thing. I think yeah. that's cool. The, a little parade where everybody meets and they go through the neighborhood, and I, I think that's pretty and cool. And then later on, the, the parents have swingers parties. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we have a key party. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think so. Well, like, skeleton key party. Saturday night. Um, <laughs> you guys might be surprised by this, but you know who loves Halloween is my dad. He's he's really into it. He, he's not like a big decorator himself, but he loves going out and seeing the other decorations. He loves the costumes. And Nick, he, I think it's when you've had your prostate removed. <laughs> maybe, and we both have, yeah. Maybe that's what it is, yeah. <laughs> but he loves uh, having trick-or-treaters come and Preston he'll do the he, you know it's not quite to your level Casey where he'll get the in the ghillie suit but he loves scaring <laughs> the people it's it's kind of endearing to see somebody that's uh, you know in their 70s still getting into Halloween yeah so uh it does look a little bit different this, this year I, I saw this interesting article this morning uh it you know obviously sexy costumes when there are Halloween parties usually is is the deal so you know those aren't taking place this year uh, but sexy costumes, but there was a, an observation that you can you can find lots of sexy women costumes, but there aren't any for men. There are barely any for men. I think what, what guy wouldn't celebrate his buddy showing up to a party in a sexy guy costume? Well, so here's the deal. Um, when women have great bodies yeah. and they wear these sexy costumes, it's sexy. When guys have great bodies and they do stuff to accentuate their bodies and their muscles, they look douchey. Okay. Yeah, all right? So, like, oh, I'm muscular. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to paint my body green and I'm going to be the Incredible Hulk. It's right. like, shut up. You're a, such a, a muscular douche. Al Gore. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. A, that is a, that's a good observation. Uh, Inside Hook reports uh, it could be a reflection of unspoken gender norms that discourage men, in particular straight men, from expressing their sexuality in ways that celebrate the male body. But I also like the douche Come on. Uh, factor yeah. as well that Casey puts out. Now, If you what, what if you're not? buff and, mm-hmm. and have a great body and, and you you wear something i think then then it becomes comical yeah exactly so I, I what happens is is that you look like a lot of times you look like an entertainer in a bathhouse mm-hmm. when you end up in in, in right. this and it, it can't help but look that way but i think I, I i'm i'm all for having you know both sides represented the more outlandish costumes though are the and we've talked about it the sexy uh republic right. You know? right it's like really 
So my, yeah. my nephew is, uh, he's in college now. He's a freshman um, at uh, Alabama. And so for the last year, he has been getting super duper physically fit. And so now he's one <clears throat> of those guys. Right. That he's going to be the Hulk. No, no, no. I'm right. saying he's he's one of those guys who, who doesn't have an ounce of fat on him. He's right. got like every single ripple and stuff like that. And I'm curious to see what he's going to do with his Halloween costume if he's going to be a caveman, you know? Right, well, there's, right. A, there's a lot of people are doing so there are people who are getting together with some friends and they're in their COVID bubble and, and doing their their you know, gatherings that way. There are a lot of people who are doing outside like porch parties and things of that nature. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, you can you can be outside with the fire pit or whatever. I, th- I hear a lot of people doing that as well. Yep. But then people also on Zoom are apparently having, you know, the same way they have their happy hours, they're going to have Zoom Halloween parties. That's a pretty good idea. Yeah. And get, Saturday night. Yeah, yeah. Do something like that. I was wow. going through some of our archives, and six years ago today we did a uh, – Preston and Steve's sluttiest Halloween costume contest. And uh, times have changed. Cause I don't know if we do that this year. I mean, but it Who's was, got the sluttiest costume? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, and, and it yielded we, some fine results. Text mm-hmm. slutty mm-hmm. to 39333 yeah. was literally a part of that contest. Oh, I tell you what. Funny. I am a sucker. Listen, who is it? I am, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. I, you know, that's the. the we will react to things like that. Sure. You, you see the the classic sexy nurse costume, and it's visually appealing. Yeah, it agree. is. I agree. Uh, if you're if you're getting having a cardiac arrest, you probably don't want a nurse dress like that. Yep. But I mean, still, it's and then, and that's part of the deal. Those I like the cosplayers too. Those who are going to Steve's house uh, to get treats are in for a bit of a treat with the <laughs> costume that he has. Uh, it is, it is the coolest mask, man. It yeah. is a badass, uh, vampire bat. Yeah. A human body. It's really, you went, you went above and beyond with this. So I, I are you going to do the eye, um, contact? No. That's no. a bit much. Yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit much. So, yeah. and, and I ordered this thing after the end of last Halloween. Yeah. Cause I've learned, I've learned now you order, like if you want a Chris, like a, a artificial Christmas tree, order it. Three weeks after Christmas. Yes. For the next year. Yep. You want anything super duper Halloween, order it after this Halloween for next Halloween. And that's what I did. Right. Because you because once you start on the ramp up to the holidays, they jack those prices like nobody's business. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. I'm really happy with this. We're looking at a picture of it. It goes, it's not just the face. It goes down into the the, the neck and chest and everything. So It's really good. Yeah. (laughs) That looks legit. Is Claire going to dress up too? No, no, no. And I'll I'll probably have this on for a little while, but the the main thing is is the house. And just, if, if people are coming by... You know that's great, or if they just want to look look at the house. I just, to me, over this, over the past couple of weeks, with all the nonsense going on and all the stuff, and and kids being forced to do so much, to have them come by with their parents and look up at the house, and I, I'm not over, you know, there are places that do it ten levels past me, but just to look up and see and smile and laugh and point at some of the stuff, that's cool, you yep. know. Yep. Uh, so the weather's going to cooperate. There's not going to be any rain. It's going to be clear skies. So yeah, it should yeah. be uh, should be easy to get this done. A little bit on the cool side. Have you what's your what's your candy purchasing level in anticipation? Do you? <sighs> Rochelle did it, so I, don't I didn't know. know how to meet her. I asked Kathy yesterday. What you know? Because our house sort of advertises that we're that we enjoy Halloween, right? So um, I mean, last year we had like. We had a lot, yeah, and um, I didn't know what to set it for this year. And you know, are, are your are your kids going out at all, Preston? No, and I don't know. Well, my, the, no, uh, Carter's not. Uh, Parker quit doing it a few years ago. Right, he's, he's twenty. Yeah, so he's not going to do that now. 
Uh, but Carter might do it, but uh, Caroline's kind of, she's not sure. Okay. Uh, she said either way, she's cool with it. So, But she's got a costume she wants to do, and, and if, if not doing the house-to-house visit, they'll just walk around the neighborhood. I think the important thing this year is for little kids who have not had any, a lot of social interaction, if they could just get out for a little bit and do a little bit of, of you know, to not be robbed of Halloween in a way, in the safest way that you can do it. Just to give them a little taste of it would be nice, you know? Yeah. yeah so. I mean, to, to me, I, I remember, God almighty, the lead up to Halloween and everything. And then when you knew it was on a weekend, and I was just, we've had this conversation before, up in New York, when we got home from school, if it was a school day, it was like 2 or 3 o'clock, we'd start trick-or-treating then. We didn't wait for dark. Right, yeah. Are oh, you yeah. kidding me? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, well, you're, 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 you're burning daylight. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. When I was a kid, Steve, my, my brother uh, just texted me this photo the other day, and it was, uh, I was reminiscing about um, the quality of the masks. And, and so your mask now is really, really impressive. But I was Spider-Man one year. I, I was probably five or six. And I, I looked at the <laughs> I looked at the picture it was the cheapest the plastic. plastic. That was the hottest thing you would ever wear. And, and it was like you couldn't breathe in the thing. The mouth hole was the size of a dime. Yep. Okay, so let, let me explain where we got the majority of our earliest Halloween costumes. The pharmacy Genovese drugstores in East Northport, yep. there were boxes and boxes. And it would say generic wolf wolf person. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, um, uh, you know Frankenstein. Right. And 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 uh, and it was this thing with a smock, traditionally, or some a sort of thing smock. that had a picture yeah. of the Wolf Man, right? Because we assume that that these monsters are very egotistical and are wearing their own band T-shirts. But uh, and that's what we wore. And again, the eye slots were very narrow, <laughs> just perfect for losing peripheral vision. You couldn't breathe through that small slit in the mask. Yeah, I, I clearly remember that. Nick, I had the same costume, but it was strawberry shortcake. Okay. Shortcake. <laughs> yeah. With the same, with the, it had the, you know, the little uh, elastic, elastic strip that went around the, and, uh, your and head. the two little metallic nubbies that went through the mask <laughs> in the front that yes. would scratch your cheeks. And by the end of the night, it was broken. Yes, of yeah. course. I mean, we're really lucky that, like, they weren't advertised as, this is flammable. You know, like, yes. you go out, it just was like, Flam- they <laughs> Bonus features, flammable and no peripheral vision. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Did we find your costume? Well, that that was the, the mask, but it was it, this picture that's up has a little dress. The, what I had was just, like Steve said, a plastic smock with a picture of strawberry shortcake on it. <laughs> you could wear this one that we're looking at on the night of the purge. That yes. That right yeah. in. It <laughs> is psychotic strawberry Purge-tastic. shortcake. Purge-tastic. Yeah, You're yeah. exactly right. Well, Do- and it's I find it so funny that, you know, for a long time it was no masks at school, and now right. they're like, like, it, it's okay now. You know what I mean? Yeah, how, how do you say no masks when you're requiring yeah. masks for uh, for the COVID? So, do you, as a kid, do you have a favorite costume that you wore? As a kid, not because the adult, then you got adventurous and it was yeah. fun, you know, but do you remember one as a kid? Sexy young boy. <laughs> wow. No, uh, it was... <laughs> It was my favorite. My, I, had, I had an assless smock. No, the um, uh, uh, Wolfman. Wolfman yeah. was my go-to. I love the Wolfman. Uh, you know, I, I always embraced the horror stuff over the character or, you know, fireman or all that stuff. I always went for the monsters. I remember the first year that I created my own costume, like instead of going to the store to buy it. See, that's what I was all about. Like, I love that much more than oh, really? buying a store Of doing the costume. makeup and everything? Yeah. Yeah, the makeup and just, just doing it up yourself. I don't know. To me, that was, that was more fun. And a friend and I uh, sewed 
a shirt together and we went conjoined as, twins yes and oh, we went great. as oh, conjoined cool. twins cool. and we so we during the school parade we were we were elementary school i think we were fifth grade and during the the school parade we were in different classes so we had to like meet up and get our costumes on and the teachers had to approve and but that was like you know that was pretty creative that is cool did, that did any of us here besides me actually go as a hobo ever I went. oh you did yeah yeah i got I, the, the fake uh, rubber cigar if you plastic cigar right and and and, and the this sort of Emmett Kelly uh, thing yep. around like the the five o'clock shadow. Well, hey, I'm going as I'm going as a a poor human being. That's right, as yes. a homeless person. As a whole, uh-huh. hey, look at me, I'm a destitute person. Uh, <laughs> but you had to have the stick with uh-huh. the bandana tied on right. with all your belongings. That's where your belongings. Yeah. That's what, yeah, and, I, and a can of hobo stew, perhaps. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I just hey, I, look at me, I'm, I'm a, a homeless, drug addict. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a homeless person. Is that you? Know, yeah. yeah, you can't do people. They don't do that now, it, right? You, it it, it, be, it fell out of Maybe. it was a it was a it hybrid was a between yes yeah. between the, between the hobo yeah. and sort of the Emmett Kelly clown look, the classic clown right. look. Well, so you were halfway between that. Hey, I'm destitute. It's ridiculous. I, how I've fallen o- on hard times. <laughs> it's ridiculous how often me and my brothers would use our parents' cigarette ashes for costumes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I made mustaches yeah. with the cigarette ashes. When I was so a hobo, I was like, all right, let me just take this. <laughs> it, it, it was a, a crystal, like, a clear ashtray. I remember it, like, Clearly, vividly. Yeah. Yeah. And you just take it and you just rub it all oh over God. your face. <laughs> I, I still have, you talk about uh, me not being sentimental. Um, there are a f- very few things that I'll keep, but uh, my mom gave me years ago. I, so I was born in August. It was either um, that October or maybe when I had just turned one. I can't remember which costume it was. I'd have to find a picture. But uh, my grandmother sewed a costume for me, and it was a clown, but it was this beautiful, like, purple uh, maroon material, and she made the, you know, the top, the pants, right, right, the hat, right. like, whole thing and my mom still had it so she gave it to me so i still have it you know it looks like it would fit a doll. that sounds sweet that, but, that I mean, sounds it something was, yeah. i mean it, like it was nice very nicely made and then that pink rabbit outfit that your uh, aunt gave you that you only had to wear it when, he, when she came when over. Jake, over nightmare i used uh the ashes as well when i started actually doing makeup like the like hollywood burn makeup and stuff like that i got a book from uh um you know the uh hollywood special effects experts Saved up and got it, but Casey, you're right. If you wanted to darken out and make that burned edges on on the, I would use gelatin and and uh, a mortician's wax, they call it. Yeah, and uh, you use that, make the burns, and then you you darken I mean, it up with with carcinogenic cigarette ash. Hey, mom, can I use your birth control pills for the eyes? <laughs> we would. I mean, listen, we we were little jockey kids, and so we played football, baseball, wiffle ball all the time. We used that for eye black. I mean, there were so many times I would go into my... What do you have that's carcinogenic I can use for makeup? (laughs) Uh, My favorite one as a kid was uh, my best friend Brad and I at the time. uh, We were huge Beatles fans, and we were only in, I don't know, like fifth or sixth grade. We went as... uh, Paul is my favorite. George was his favorite. So we went as Paul and George. Oh, that's great. Our, my mom had made us these these suits with the, without the collars on the top. You yeah, know, and, yeah, yeah. And we made uh, um, uh, guitars. I made a bass. Even I, I went left handed. Oh wow! Uh, made them out of ca- cardboard, and uh, and we took a uh, we had a little. Uh, pocket uh, cassette player. That's cool. With a twist and shout on it. So if anybody asked us to play a song, we would turn that on. And That's we, awesome. We That's mimicked cool. it. Yeah. By it was, the way, that was a lot of fun. They, you know, they thought it was funny that these kids were the Beatles. So. It was also in the day and age when you were asked 
to do for, a trick. To do your trick. Yep. And so that's I, what we I would have. have. I would do my Wolfman thing, like, you know, yep. I am the Wolfman in a cheap costume purchased at a pharmacy. Grr. Yeah, the trick or treat thing. You were supposed to do some type yeah. of little dance, <laughs> yeah. performance. Dance for like me, that. hobo. And- <laughs> You're poor. Dance for me. Talk about you'll do anything about, for something, right? Talk about a social. You're poor. Amuse me, and perhaps I'll cast candy corns into your bag. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dance for me, homeless. So uh, you had to do a little trick. Yeah, yeah, and it was part of the deal. And I think even you, you were, you were, uh, remember that in years just recently. You would sort of say at least at least the perfunctory trick or treat is nice. Yes, and the rejoinder, which is you know, uh, I still demand it. Yes, I, I demand it from kids. I'm like, what do you say? You know, if they if they just right. walk up, unless they're you know kindergartners and they're they're li- really really young or something like that, and and also have a hard and fast rule. No costume, no candy. Oh, yeah. Oh, Bottom yeah, line. For sure. yeah. No shirt, and, no shirt. And, 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 uh, and I'm a teenager. Doesn't work. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and if it's if it's just an athletic jersey. You're not getting candy from me. Mm-hmm. At least put on a helmet or something like that. Or carry Rub some cigarette ash on your face. cigarette yeah. ashes under your eyes. Or Come carry a, a lacrosse stick or some type of a prop. But yeah. just a jersey? Nope. Not at my house, kid. Did yeah. you watch, um, uh, oh God, uh, Wheel of Fortune this week? No, I did not. Oh, because they've been going back in time when they would bring out... Uh, they Pat- can do that? Yeah. Um, Pat Sajak and Vanna White's kids as they would dress up oh, for yeah. Halloween. And the one day they showed the footage... I guess it was Vanna's kid. He was, he was. I'm, I'm a cool kid, and he just came out on a razor scooter. And I was like, "What a dick!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think Pat Sajak even called him a dick, yeah. right? He was yeah. like, "You, you little dick." <laughs> Jamie Apodi from uh, Six ABC posted a picture of her son, and he was uh, Jim Gardner. <gasps> it was yeah. great. Yeah. Did yeah. You see I it? saw it. It was <laughs> great. Really cool. Jim loved it too. <laughs> Uh, and he had the, the mustache and he the whole thing. He slicked the hair back. They mm-hmm. made it gray. One like, of the funniest I cool. saw it came out of Chicago. It's somebody, this little kid, and I think it was done playfully. I saw. I, I hope it wasn't done acrimoniously, but it was their mayor, Lori Lightfoot, and they had uh, the little kid was dressed up to, and looked like, was like spot on. I think Pierre Robert lends himself to it. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. I'd love to see kid, a kid dressed up as Pierre yeah. for Halloween. I think that'd be awesome. Uh, the rest of us, no, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I don't think no, we're no, we're, just... I'm boring. I mean, you wear a ball cap for me. Yeah. You know, I, I, it's uh, it just doesn't get it done. Yeah. But I so t- to that point, yeah, I, I think um, y- there's a process. that's fun, even if you're just staying home and having a sort of uh, you know that thing that that's what that's what makes it fun. I, I I'm curious if people are this year uh, breaking out the bigs and they're going to hand out the king size. Um, Candy bars, yeah. because they know that there will be fewer trick or treaters. Well, and uh, and maybe they'll do that. Here's what I found out over the last couple of years: nerds rope, kids friggin' okay. love nerds rope, yeah. and and so so I, what do you have it like out of the package? And you're just tearing off pieces as they come <laughs> up. No, but I did the bigs the last couple of years because we don't get that many trick or treaters anyway. Okay, then you might as well. Uh, and yeah. the nerds rope always went first. We we are quality bite size because and and so. Quality bites. Well, you get a lot more trick or treaters. I would say last year, conservatively, two hundred fifty. Yeah, you can't do that, and and do big candy. And I'll tell you what, what is wonderful is kids come up, everyone, well, well mannered, super nice. You know, again, I'm not expecting, and you have to do what you feel safe with this year. That's completely understandable. Yeah. Uh, But uh, it's to me, it's always a reaffirmation. I love my neighborhood. I love my neighbors. 
And uh, it's 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 great to well, see just, that. Yeah, just, you live in a really good neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. Just think about like when you were a kid and the memories that you have and the kids that you are uh, serving are going to have similar memories, right? So I know that my neighbor across the street, the Warmadams, the hobos. No, they <laughs> they made their own chocolate, but it was great. They would yeah. make these like chocolate. Um, lollipops, white chocolate lollipops, but they were always like a cool design. My neighbors, the Borsches, always had pharmaceuticals, uh, pharmaceuticals <laughs> and large candy bars. The Jacksons always made right. packages of of candy, like in in a in a, in a baggie. I, you're and exactly then right. Sylvan Avenue. What did they have? There was a family that gave away popcorn balls, and another one that gave away those jugs. Stop that! And the jugs on this one. <laughs> Wait, what are jugs? Oh, those, the, the, those were awesome. I loved getting those. Just they're, they're jugs. Like, it was like sugar water pressed in. Oh, it was like I remember. They looked like a barrel, right? Yeah, it yeah. Like and a like barrel. a Reynolds wrap top on yeah, it. Yeah, the foil yeah. top. You yeah. pull You off. liked that? Oh, I loved getting oh, that. Oh, God, no. So, so Casey, you, you bring up that stuff. I remember there was um, um, Mrs. Salvaggio would make brownie. When you when people weren't crazy terrified. Right. I, I think of now what I was eating from people that I had a passing acquaintance <laughs> with. But, um, you know, the pop, bags of popcorn, all that stuff is cool. You, you, you wouldn't see that now at all. Oh, we had older neighbors uh, around the corner from us that would give us pencils. Who wants some Mucilex? <laughs> uh, I think we've given out uh, pretzels before. Not, I mean, candy and pretzels. Sure. So, but and or, you know, okay, so I'm giving away some secrets of what happens at our house. So, um... Rochelle also buys uh, little containers of uh, Play-Doh. Oh, oh, that's cute. Kids go crazy. Oh, that's wonderful. Play-Doh and... And it tastes great. Well, do you remember when uh, slime was all the rage yeah, a few years little... back? We had little containers mm-hmm. of slime. They were freaking out over that. Um, yeah, so that's a good have, idea. Throw, change it's it something different. Bit. Yeah. Steve, you having tacos tomorrow night? Is that what oh, you yeah. guys oh, do? Oh, okay. you bet your ass. Turkey tacos. Little taco party, or just uh, well, it's gonna be my wife and I, All right, you know. Nice. I mean, and so, so, and, but and you then, always do tacos on. I, I love that tradition for yeah, you, guys. And, yeah. And and the, the listen, if it's that nice, the, the fire pit, and whatever, we're we're whoever comes by, my neighbors uh, next door, uh, Steve and Algenia, you know, they'll they'll they have it's a beautiful family, and they might drop on over, and you know, outside, we'll, we'll keep our safe. Uh, you know, distance and social distance. Will you be? I'm sorry to jump in here, Preston. Uh, will you be all the way down on the street? Will you be up on the porch? So up, we're going to be up on other, our, our steps, and, and there's going to be a table down there, lower. And if people stop by this way, it's it's uh, I'm, I'm across the table. I will be dispensing from the thing so that there's not multiple hands going into it, and that's how we'll do it. Uh, but see what we got. Chuck is going to do the PVC piping uh, thing, and, and you guys have seen all the you know the yeah, different yeah. versions yeah, online. Yeah. My favorite though was. Uh, somebody had set up it was kind of a zip line of a little container uh, that sends out candy, but it also had slots for beers. Uh, oh, for the parents. So they came with parents and they would they would send it out and it was a little, it was a ghost, so it would be flying along that's the zip fantastic. line. Fantastic. Yeah. And it would have candy and, and a beer for the adult. That's I'm funny. like, that's boom, you nailed every bit of it right there. So do you know what uh pancake's doing? I thought this is a cool idea too. They're they're, they're gonna kind of sit behind this. It's gonna be like um like cord. And there's going to be the little trick or treat bags, um, like uh, clothes, clothespin clip to it. Yeah, yeah that's cool. a good idea. Yeah, here's the video of, oh, <laughs> of that little beer wow. container. That. Isn't that great? Uh, so that's a good idea. The individual. I was thinking about the individual bags. Yeah, but I'd have to get started on that today. <laughs> 
Here's what yes, you do. You would. We live in a neighborhood where people come from other neighborhoods. To your neighborhood. Because there's like 300 houses. Yeah, yeah. It's a really big neighborhood. And so um, we get lots of outsiders. I have the opposite problem. I, I live on a cul-de-sac and people don't come to, this, to the neighborhood at all. And you might get zero trick-or-treaters. Last year, Casey, we got zero. And so I don't wow, know. Really? Yeah, and, and we bought candy last year. We had it ready to go. Or maybe two years ago. It doesn't matter. And um, so I don't know at all what to anticipate this year. I'll, I'll be home while my son's out. So we'll have some candy. We won't go dark and hide, you know, upstairs. Um, uh, you know, so we'll have some candy to give away. But I just, I don't know how many people we're going to get or not. Yeah. Well, so golf carts are really big in my that's neighborhood, cool. too. So people so you, decorate their golf carts and play music from oh, them and fun. stuff like that. You yeah. see people coming in from other neighborhoods in cars? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what oh, we get, we yeah. get too, you know. Mm-hmm. Because there, there's in that area, there's a lot of houses close, close together. And there's some people with the decorations on the front lawn that, that you know are into it. But I bet less of that yeah. will happen this year just, you know, because of COVID. I people agree. traveling to <laughs> other neighborhoods. Yeah. So my, my daughter is a freshman in high school this year. She's got all these new friends. And so she uh, got together with some friends at a quote-unquote bonfire. And the one girl says to all these girls, oh, I got a really funny story about Casey's dad. And so Casey's like, oh, no. Like, what is she going to say? I don't. I don't know this girl. I've, yeah. I, you know, I barely know her. I scared her in my ghillie suit one year. She was friends with another girlfriend <laughs> uh, who lived around the corner from us, and she was one of the girls. In fact, I have the video of it. They were complaining about the Twizzlers that my wife had bought. They were right. like, "Oh, Twizzlers! Like who wants Twizzlers?" And then I was like, Rah! And then, <laughs> so, you know, here it is. Like three years later, they actually they still remember now. that. Yeah, I love it, man. Nice. Well, it's gonna be it's gonna be good weather. Uh, I apologize to the calls; we didn't get a chance to get to you guys, but uh, we may. I'm sure we're not done talking about it. No, no, there's more now, so. stuff. Yeah, um, it's uh, it. We're getting rain today. Obviously, this morning it's going to be wrapping up at some point, and uh, and we'll have you know just cloudy skies. Tomorrow's going to be sunny though and clear, and we should be able to see that second full moon. That'd be awesome tomorrow night for Halloween. Yeah, so it should be cool. Uh, but let's take a break and come back in a moment. We're going to get to the bizarre file when we return. And uh, Rob Man's going to be joining us this morning, too. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Hit up the WMMR.com contest page for your chance to win the Bud Light Platinum Seltzer Homegate Kickoff Prize Pack, including a $100 Primo Hoagies gift card, a four-pack of custom pint glasses, a case of Bud Light Platinum, and more. All delivered personally by members of the Preston and Steve Show. WMMR.com. Everything that rocks. All right, let's sift through these stories. Now, <laughs> WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. And this morning it is brought to you by Godshaw's. All the bacon tastes 80% less fat. Make the switch to Godshaw's Real Wood Smoked Turkey Bacon. And check out the new Make the Switch campaign with Brian Westbrook at Godshaw's.com. All right, this is pretty wild, man. For years, Garrison Courtney had convinced people he was not just a federal public affairs officer, but in fact a covert CIA operative Wow! working on a classified task force. That's amazing. The fraud was so compelling that even when it began to unravel, the people he duped stonewalled investigators, federal investigators, convinced that talking about Courtney would betray his secret program. The scheme finally fully collapsed on Friday when he was sentenced to seven years in prison for a years-long scheme that netted more than $4 million from companies and contractors who thought that they were doing their patriotic duty by supporting him. Man. Courtney would approach private companies and tell them he was a covert CIA operative. 
and they needed him. They needed to add him to uh, the payroll to provide off-the-books funding for the classified tax force. My name is Austin Powers. Uh, he promised the companies that they would be reimbursed for their participation. In all, he racked in more than $4.4 million through his scheme. He kept more than a million dollars and used the other funds to pay companies to keep the scheme going. It was apparently like a Ponzi scheme. Numerous public officials were drawn into the scheme to lend it credibility, including high-ranking Drug Enforcement Administration and military officials. Court papers indicate Courtney even sought to persuade the top intelligence official in the Air Force of the legitimacy of his program in a 2016 meeting. Did no one vet his ID or follow up or confirm with anyone else? He was very convincing. Ultimately, though... Call my mother. She can verify this. Courtney did not get away with it. An investigation that coordinated efforts from 10 different federal agencies unraveled the scheme... While Courtney's fraud scheme did pull in more than $4 million, it was derailed before it became even bigger. Prosecutors say that he was on the verge of reeling in $4 billion in funding for his classified project. Dear God. Not only that, but so many people in the intelligence communities were duped into believing the program was real that he nearly obtained what is known as a class guide that would have effectively immunized him from prosecution, according to prosecutors. He was right there. Courtney is really a covert agent, signed Courtney's mother. Uh, Courtney took full responsibility for his conduct, though. He argued for a lighter sentence in part because Courtney had admitted his guilt and spared the government from a difficult jury trial. You, do you wonder if he had gone, gotten to that point with the $4 billion and they discovered it, there'd be so much egg on people's faces, would they just try to bury it? Yeah, and before Courtney uh, worked at the DEA, he served as a spokesman for Florida Republican Congresswoman Catherine Harris. So he was around... Legitimate people and managed to convince everybody of this thing. So he's been put away. That's insane. An unhappy cable customer who disliked the company's refund policy smashed a cash register with a crowbar and took some money for themselves. Was Uh, it at the cable's business? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Diahiana Sarati. Uh, unsatisfied with Spectrum's service, entered one of their locations and demanded her money back. Uh, apparently, she hit the register with a crowbar, yelled at employees, and took some money. Sarati uh, then got into her van and left and went to her home, which was surrounded by deputies who made contact with her by telephone. She came out of the house and was arrested. So you can't reconcile your cable bill with a crowbar? No, and apparently you end up with armed robbery charges because you are armed with a crowbar. All right, so good to remember. what happened. For five years, a 32-year-old woman made, Kathy, this is for you, made 42,000 individual returns through (laughs) 31 different Amazon accounts. Oh, no. And it was all a scam. On Tuesday, detectives said they arrested uh, Hawaii Timba. They said between March 2015 and August 2020, she refused, uh, I'm sorry, she reused prepaid shipping labels, created for canceled orders and applied them to other Amazon returns. Detectives said the scheme made it appear Timba paid for her shipping costs on the returns, but she didn't. In the end, they say she received more than $100,000 in reimbursements to her name. Wait, so were the boxes empty that she was returning? Uh, You know what? I don't know. Um, Officials said all 31 of her Amazon accounts were registered to her name and Tampa address. So So when you return something, they give you a a return label. And once it's scanned, you get your refund. Like, they don't wait until they receive the product. That's why you love them. Yeah. yeah, it's immediate. Uh, she was arrested without incident. Uh, Detective said Timba admitted she conducted the scam and faces a grand theft charge. And Amazon issued a statement which says, in part, Amazon 
has systems and processes to detect suspicious behavior, and we have teams that investigate and take action quickly. We identified this threat and cooperated with law enforcement to hold this bad actor accountable. I know a covert agent who could have helped her out. Right, (laughs) right, exactly. Uh, An iPhone repairman got more than he bargained for after finding a $100 bill and a surprising note inside a device that he was fixing. The technician shared a clip to TikTok uh, showing the shocking note that he found inside the phone cover after a man came in and dropped off his cell phone for what seemed like a routine repair. He wrote, uh, or he said, so this customer and his wife came in earlier and they gave me his phone to fix. I was like, all right, give me an hour, I'll finish it for you. Anyway, uh, I came in the back, opened it up, and this is what I found inside. Inside the case was a $100 bill and a note pleading not to fix the phone. The message said, Please tell my wife the phone is unfixable. She wants to check the phone history. $100 is yours. Thanks. Oh wow. Yeah. The, the repairman captured the video unbelievable and can't believe he did that and asked his followers, what do you guys think I should do? Uh, one person said, keep the 100 and tell her. Another person said, keep the 100 and respect the bro code. So I don't know what he ended up doing, but... That's, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, what would you do? I assume you have to... Uh, you have to do what the customer asks, right? Well, it depends on how bad you want right. the hundred, so yeah. who knows. Uh, for some people, the importance of voting is up there with giving birth. Karen Gonzalez is an employee of the Orange County Supervisor of Elections in Florida, and she says that she was processing ballots on Tuesday when a man came in with his wife's driver's license and explained that she was outside in the car and wanted to cast her vote. Uh, he was told that his wife needed to come inside. Right. And then he explained that his wife was in labor at the time <laughs> and refused to go to the hospital until she could vote. So Gonzalez brought her a mail-in ballot that the woman actually filled out right then and there, and then they headed on to the hospital. So she found it was that important. Election officials say that they are planning to send the woman a onesie reading first vote as well as some future voter stickers as well. Follow up to that story. She forgot to sign it, Preston. Oh, no. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you. Hey, before we uh, take a break, I want to remind you that next week we are going to dive into the self-proclaimed experts contest once again. And this time around, we're looking for experts in the realm of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We went from Rocky, which is a formidable collection of films, the Rocky films, to something which is on a staggering level now. Yes. So, if you have a, not just a working knowledge. No. If you have an, what you feel is an expert knowledge of the films, then you need to go to, you need to go to PrestonandSteve.com and fill out the entry form. Give us a little bit of information about yourself. you got to sell us on it because we're going to pick two people from that. We can't have everybody on. Uh, it's just we're going to have to weed it out, and then we're going to have the battle. If you've ever asked the question, which one is the Hulk, then this is not for you. Right, exactly. Yeah. All right, so make sure you do that at PrestonSteve.com. Marvel Cinematic Universe, mind you. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Steven Singer Jewelers has the best guarantee in the business with a full 100-day, 100% money-back guarantee, plus fast, free, and safe shipping. I hate stevensinger.com. Steven Singer Jewelers is not in the jewelry business. He's in the love business. Whether celebrating life or celebrating love, Steven Singer is there for you. I hate stevensinger.com. With more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. With Halloween uh, comes the... Scary stories. Ooh. That's right. 
Uh, so, you know what we were curious about, uh, and we, we've talked, you know, paranormal stuff on many occasions uh, throughout the years of the President Steve Show. We used to do haunted investigations ourselves before it became all the rage. Yeah, that was fun. It was I fun. En- I enjoyed doing those. They were, they were long nights, they were late nights, but we did have a good time doing them. Do you know what's interesting, by the way, and people give you crap for not going to do haunted attractions anymore, you were there for every one of those. You had no problem with those. Those didn't bother me. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's being startled. It's a big difference. That I don't like. And uh, and uh, anyway, um, what we we're curious about is if anyone listening, because we hear stories about, oh, this happened when I was a kid yeah. or, you know, my cousin saw this or heard that. Does anybody like currently right now have something going on in their house or or they're, they're, you're getting visits of some type or something like that that's happening currently? Yeah. I'm curious. 215-263-WMMR if you have any stories to share. And if we get no calls on this, we'll revert to work job handies like that, we had yesterday. Yeah. All right, yeah. I like that trick. Yeah. We, could, we could do that, too. But uh, By the way, my friend texted me and said, you need to do confessions of a dog walker. She goes, I have walked in on so many interesting situations. What? Oh, and been asked to, like, join in, and yeah. That's All right, cool. dog walker. Whoa. Right? Put that okay. up on the list. I got to three follow-up emails from massage therapists after the the show yes, Why didn't they call? I know, right? No, it, it ended strong. It did, yeah. So, so take that as your your uh, guidance for this. We, if you have a cool story, or if you have something that you believe is going on actively, yeah, we'd like to find out about it. I've never had anything. Uh, I've been scared, but I've never had anything that really made me go. That was okay. That was from beyond. You, you can be the most resolute. Listen, I don't. There's, I, I don't know definitively how the world works or the right. universe or whatever. I tend to believe that. What you get is what you get. What we see is what we see. I'm excited. I, I find it fun to flirt with the notion of it. But there are moments where I think even the most stalwart person can go, wow, yeah. what was that? Because yep. that's kind of what I was going to ask. I, I, I'm really skeptical. I don't really believe in much of any of that type of stuff. Do you have to have a uh, part of you that at least partially believes that the paranormal exists in order for that to happen to you in the first place. I, I think, so people who believe in this stuff, and there's a whole science built around this and some consider it pseudoscience, but um, there is a notion that there are people who are empathically receptive to this sort of stuff, whatever it is. I believe, here's what I believe when I talk about this, Nick, and I see that I watch those shows like crazy <laughs> and I howl laughing. And they're fun. Because like the one on the Travel Channel with Zach Baggins, those guys are having experiences at the Wawa while they're going to the place. Yeah. That's how that's how overreactive they are. But I think that, the, you know, the case can be made um, that, you know, you, when you, when you, you're, we're biochemical energy and you know, once energy is created, it can't be destroyed. So there's some aspect of it, but I, I think, yeah, you... I think you have to be a little receptive to it, and I think you're more inclined to see it if you believe that. Right. That's why the stories from people that, and Preston, we used to go do the haunted tours in Philadelphia. When you'd have people who were very reticent, um, and you'd have like the, um, the the park guards that worked in and around some of the monuments in, in Philadelphia. These are just regular, you know, punching the clock, walking around, making sure nobody's doing stuff in the park, and then they, they would say... Okay, here's what I, I I saw or think I saw. That's that to me holds more credence than the kind of people who are like oh, I'm I'm seeing them all the time. Right. Well, you know, this is how it all started with my uncle, who's the paperclip. Right. That, that this is essentially what you know what happened was that it was supposedly a sign that he was sending us, and <laughs> <Right>. then you know <laughs> signs, yeah, <laughs> paperclips everywhere. I find myself more and more as I age not 
believing in this type of stuff, but I love hearing stories about them. I think it's really, really cool. Um, there's, um, I was reading a book from uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, who, you know, somebody was asking about the, the hereafter and so yeah. on, and how they've, you know, received messages from people who have passed and from their life. And, and you know, his his response was, well, listen, if it happens again, Ask them questions. Ask them questions. What does it look like where you are? Are there cl- is, do people wear clothes? Do you communicate? Blah blah. Trying to get actual data yeah, from yeah, them, yeah. if possible, to try to further that on to see if it's legit or not. So know? I was watching uh, the Ouija movie, the second one, the third one last night, <laughs> and and there's there's a point where the you know the the, the priest is trying to throw off the. Um, the little girl who's sort of, you know, communicating with, with someone else. And he's using those tactics, like thinking of other things and trying to throw off. And this is what Houdini became involved with. You talked about the amazing Randy who just passed about, you know, these connections to the other world. But, yeah, at least even Neil deGrasse Tyson is, is not saying categorically. There's no, no. there's no definitive, hardcore, yeah. vetted, Scientific Journal American right. vetted um, evidence, but um, that doesn't necessarily mean it's no, but, not there. But he's saying try and get it, pursue it, yes, pursue it, and let's find out. You know, so but but it's interesting. And even though I, I find myself less and less believing in things like that, I do love hearing the stories. So do I because they scare. They still scare me. So, yes. All right. So we're gonna go to these calls. We have a number of people calling in of whether or not. Something is happening currently, not just reminiscing of when you were a kid, but do you think something's going on right now? Let's go to Sam uh, on the line. Hi, Sam. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, uh, Sam H. Yeah, that's you, buddy. Hey, man. Um, So the other morning, uh, about four days ago, I woke up uh, about 10 minutes before I was supposed to wake up. And um, my daughter's four years old. She's got red hair. And I saw this, like, little person stick their head inside my room, so much so that I was like, what are you doing? Which woke up my wife. And this little person walked towards my son's room and disappeared. Did you get up and look for this person? My son woke up yesterday morning yelling, stop it, um, to something. Not sure what it was. And then later on in the day, my daughter found a rock and told me that a little red-haired boy came out of the rock. <laughs> came oh. out of the rock? All right. Now we're talking an actual rock, not the wrestler, correct? No, not the okay. wrestler. Not okay. the wrestler. Definitely a rock. So that's a couple of things from different people. You know, a lot of this stuff, when you uh, have these encounters and, and people who do this and people who try to debunk this or at least try to give a balanced take on it, always say... Stuff that occurs in and around sleep is so suspect because you're, you know, you're semi-lucid. Mm-hmm. But the, the fact that you had you and two other people, that's kind of interesting. So when you heard your uh, your child say that, did your head lift off your shoulders? Absolutely, because she has a little red-haired doll. Um, and she said, I said, well, what did it Annabelle. look like? <laughs> it looks like this. I was like, are you kidding? It looks exactly like the thing I saw. Like wow. crazy, man. So wow. I my wife freaked out about being in our house. Dude, you got Chucky <laughs> running around in the house. <laughs> um, Sam, have you ever have you ever had any other experiences in your lifetime? Uh, yeah, actually, I used I grew up in a house that was built in 1780, and there was an old man that passed away in it, mm-hmm. and I saw him about four or five times. Wow. So okay. when you when you saw him, when when did you see him? At what times of the day? Like, would he join was, you for uh, like uh, video gaming, or, or was it like mostly in the evening at night? No, he wasn't that fun, um, but uh, I was walking up the stairs to go upstairs. My house was so old, it only had a light switch at the top of the stairs. So when I got to the top of the stairs, it was pitch black. I looked up, saw a big man's face right in front of mine. I put the light on, nobody was there. 
I mean, that would, okay. F, that would F with you. That would wow. F with you. All right. Yeah, Thanks, man. Sam. Uh, good luck right, with, the, yeah. uh, with the with with the the new roommate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will go to uh, Tyler. Hey, Tyler, good morning. Hey, bitches. Hey, hey what? what? All right, so you got hey. something going on currently in your in your dwelling? Yeah, I uh, me and my girlfriend moved to South Philly back in January. And uh, when we were getting ready to move in, she was working all day, so I was really sort of handling all the moving stuff. And uh, she comes home from work. And immediately was just like, this doesn't feel right here. And her whole life, she had been seeing stuff and everything. And within the first night, she shakes me. We were sleeping. She shakes me. It's like someone's crawling across the floor right now. What? <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Okay. I was, like, I was like, okay. And I'm looking. I'm like, I don't see anything. And she's like, there is a person crawling towards our bed right now. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And so... She eventually was just like, okay, it's gone. We go back to sleep. And pretty much every night for the next month, she would be laying in bed. We would be talking. She'd be laying in bed. She'd be like, there's four people standing over me right now. How do you not see them? Okay. And uh, how, long have you got, how long have you guys been together, Tyler? We've been together for five years. Five years. And you've never seen her, had her, uh, she's never had an experience like this before? She had stuff happening at, at her old house. She grew up in uh, Port Richmond. Mm-hmm. But it was never this like malicious sounding with you know people crawling across the floor and people standing over her and she was saying that they all sort of looked like they were just like mobsters almost so let me ask you and something like, so yeah. when when she saw the four people did at some point three of the people go Woo-hoo! <laughs> the pips yeah no oh my way. god i wish but uh of course <laughs> <laughs> so let me tell you something. That's pretty wild. Because <laughs> that, I mean, listen, if she's sensitive to that stuff, again, that's in and around the sleep time. But there are other people who say, traditionally, that's the nighttime has been the right time. No, the nighttime uh, it has, you know, is is obviously the time where the the we're told that the spirits. And... <laughs> oh, no. Scary sounded. <laughs> <laughs> and if I had to be haunted by any group from the yeah. come on man Motown era, it'd be the Pips. <laughs> How can you not love that, <laughs> Tyler? That's wild. Yeah, yeah, man. It was uh, it's, it's crazy. And then I started see- seeing stuff too. So, uh, oh really? Yeah, getting out in two weeks. Yeah. Wait, you're, you're leaving? Start- you started seeing stuff? <laughs> yeah, it was uh, probably I want to say it was three months in. I was just sitting on her couch. I was home alone, and I was thinking to myself, okay, like. You know, we're in this now. We've signed the lease. Um, and as I'm literally thinking, I'm looking at this bookshelf we have in our in our living room. And this, um, I have sort of this, like, plastic little shark toy on the uh, shelf. Right. And it just flies off, like, literally flies towards me. I had to duck out of the way. Moving objects. Okay. So, so, Tyler, let me ask you. Prior to this and prior to this girlfriend, were you somebody who even entertained this stuff or even ever considered this stuff? Yeah, I mean, like, when I was growing up, I would always watch, like, you know, Ghost Hunters and all yeah, that but stuff, and then... Did you, be- did was, you believe uh, it, or did, was it just for fun? Were you, were you in a whole hog, or was it something like, ah, that's interesting? Well, so I, I never believed it until I was, uh, I was, like, 13 when I was in Boy Scouts, and we actually stayed overnight at Fort Mifflin over by the airport. Yeah, sure. And it was just an entire night of just, like, looking for ghosts, and it was 
one of the craziest nights of my life. Like, that place is 100% haunted. That's what sold me on everything. Okay. Uh, you see, I always take you in, like, and I understand that. And let me ask you guys, so so, so Preston or, or, or Nick, uh, if you were in a house where stuff like Tyler is describing is happening with any degree, uh, you know, say it starts to happen with a level of frequency. I'd want to move. Yeah. yeah. Right? Whether I you guess. believed yeah. it or not, yeah, I, right? I'd want to move. And Tyler, you are moving? Yeah, we're uh, we're looking at a, a place tonight, actually. Wow. Um, we're in Georgia, by any chance? In <laughs> 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 no, All right, good luck, Tyler. Wow. So, Nick, would you? <laughs> no, I, I appreciate you asking. Um, my brain goes to there has to be a logical explanation for it, and right. I just I and what if like, that what if that explanation eludes you and this stuff still keeps occurring? Then I just I haven't figured it out. To me, it the, wouldn't scare the you. Lack like of, light bulbs exploding in your house, right? Yeah, yeah. Embedding into the carpeting. No, right. I mean to me, the lack of proof isn't proof. But right. I I understand the scary. I think the right. stories are fascinating too. I just I can't wrap my mind around no, the I fact com- that I, it's that it's anything paranormal. I completely I get that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I would have to be pushed to to pretty great lengths. Right. Like like you know light sockets bleeding and stuff like that. I think maybe, but uh, but I still to you to your point, Preston. I do love it. I do uh, find it fascinating. The thing, and we're going to go to some more calls here. I remember, I remember the thing that scared me the most ever uh, was when I was walking downstairs, come to work one morning, and you know it's dark in the house because uh, it's four o'clock in the morning, and so this is my 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 sons were just toddlers, and so we had uh, the, the the front room was just all toys, right? And so we had this one toy. It was a, a tiny little, it was a circle, and this little choo-choo train would go around in a circle. It was about, you know. Woo-woo! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it was about this big. It's about the size of a dinner plate. Okay? Yeah. So what, it, and it was a manual toy. It wasn't battery-operated at all. So you'd push down this handle. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. what you're talking spring about. Yeah, and it would go. spin around. It would go ding, 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 yeah, yeah. ding, ding. <laughs> this bell would come around. Yeah. I come walking downstairs. It's a manual toy. There's no electric electronics involved at all. Right. I come walking down the stairs. As I walk by that room, I hear ding, 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 ding. <laughs> and I'm like, blood rush from my head. <laughs> Scared me to death. Someone what did you do? I got the hell out of there. I left my family <laughs> to kill them. themselves. Get upstairs! Was it a midnight train? It was. It was. <laughs> no, it was a 4 a.m. train, but. So what I assume, what I assume happened was that one of the kids had pushed it down and it it gotten stuck. Sure, that's what the demon wants you to think. And me walking down the stairs, the vibration of me walking down the stairs just lightly dislodged it and it turned around. But at the time. There was a goddamn ghost in my house. <laughs> yeah. Right, at that moment, there was clear evidence that we had a poltergeist situation. They're upstairs. You can kill them. In the Elliot home. I mean, that will freak yeah. you out. Like, stuff, stuff oh like that God. will, will I don't, freak It me doesn't out, take much. Have you, ever that, had a, have you ever had something like I that mean, occur like, to you? Yeah, sure. Little stuff like that. Like, my brother lived with me for a while, and he was like, there are people, other people living here with us, just so you know. Like, he, he swore that... There were he would hear footsteps upstairs and mm-hmm. and things like that. But for me, like I think it's scarier if like in a cemetery. Something would like he that rather would live in their world than <laughs> live without them in yours? No, but like if something were to happen at like a cemetery or like a really old haunted house, yeah. then I'm like, okay, there, there, this this might be real. Okay, my yeah. newly built house 
wasn't. It was built think, on an Indian uh, graveyard. <laughs> I didn't think, you know, I didn't think there was anybody living upstairs there. So uh, I had to text my buddy, Jeff, uh, because I had heard stories from his parents. And, and yeah, he, he confirmed. He said, my mom was wrapping Christmas gifts and thought. She saw so, Harry Long. She saw me <laughs> on the steps. So she went upstairs to make sure that he was in bed and he was actually sound asleep. He said his dad said he saw the same little boy in the hallway upstairs and he just walked right into and through the wall. He said, my parents are very down to earth, so it scared the crap out of them. And apparently the house that they did, they used to live in, this where this all happened, a man had fallen down the basement steps and died before they owned the house. And the crazy part is the people who bought the house uh, from them, guy fell down the same set of steps and got paralyzed. I, wow. you know, okay. I, You know, it was just... So, I mean, look, that, they, that could be bad luck. Sure, but, right. no, but the, he says these are these are cogent, lucid people, not mm-hmm. taken to flights of yeah fantasy. fantasy. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Let me go to some other calls. I got Sean, who's been on hold for a while. Sean, you're on the air. Good morning. I have three testicles. Of course, oh. that's terrifying. <laughs> that's his story. <laughs> that's your story. All right. Now, what did, what did you want to tell us? All right. So the most recent thing that happened in the Iowa house is our TV was pushed over and the screen was broken. Now I heard. The noise come from outside when I was outside, and I came in there. My wife, if she heard anything, and she did, and we didn't know what it was. Later on, I go in our bedroom to check, and I see the TV completely knocked over, kind of just hanging down, screen cracked, the thing's done. It's 55-inch TV. Wouldn't it be great if you came and you heard a voice go, What'd you do? Uh, yeah, so the thing had never been moved in all those three, four years that we had it. It's very strange. We've had numerous things happen inside the house. I've been touched. My wife has heard voices. Uh, we believe it's the old woman Rose who died in the house before we had moved in. Wow. Uh, so, well, quick, well, quick, question, quick question, Sean. When you when you purchased the house, were you aware of the fact that someone had died in the house before you? Not immediately. Uh, the neighbors actually wound up telling us uh, after the fact. <sighs> At, but but after you had reported things happening, or did they just tell you that? Um, I believe the the neighbor that told us was my uh, my stepson's friend because they okay. live right next door, and um, we actually still get her mail today. Okay, so her uh, name was Gladys. Question: When when you say you were touched, describe that. I was walking out the front door to go out onto the porch, and as I was reaching for the doorknob, I felt a hand touch my shoulder. To the point where I turned around to look to see who it was, and there was nobody there. Wow! So, um, I, I mean, chills all over the body, goosebumps, the whole nine. So, Sean, Sean, describe yourself. You again? I, I have to. I, I sort of do this test just to see. Prior to this, did you have any sort of interest, or were you a, a paranormal kind of guy? Was this something that you thought about or, or, or flirted with, or was this completely a one eighty in your life? No, I definitely have been a believer. I've. I had a lot of experiences as well in my house in Westchester when I lived there. Uh, I did uh, a ghost hunting trip at Fort Mifflin, like a previous caller as well. Uh, I'd never actually seen anything. It's only yeah. Just, uh, you know, more auditory things. But uh, yeah, this, in this house, I've physically been touched and had all these other experiences. Do you as ever? Well. Do you ever try to acknowledge, talk to her? Um, my wife won't let me. We're actually moving out in three weeks. Uh, so my buddy does the suburban. Uh, so you're moving, and your wife is jealous of her. Uh-huh. You going to Georgia? Yeah, we're we're going to try to before we leave. <laughs> Is that the reason that uh, that you're leaving? Uh, no, we're we're just ready to move on. But uh, okay, all right. They're getting a bigger uh, TV. Interesting. Thanks, Sean. <laughs> Appreciate wow. it, man. I mean, Steve from the movie Paranormal Activity, which yeah. I haven't seen because it's going to scare me too much. <laughs>
uh, they the the medium or whoever they they consult with says don't. Don't engage. Don't do, engage. Do not engage with yep. this entity. It's evil. You do oh, not want really? to do that because it opens up. So if you it watch, bites them essentially, as we jokingly call it, people. Correct. We're, we're calling it the Conjuring just because it was a, 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 a flub. A flub. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm-hmm. in the the Conjuring, the the family, the, the ghost investigators tell these nurses who first have Annabelle, they reach out and try to communicate with it, and Annabelle. that's what causes an issue. Okay, okay. Well, what if you were to? Sort of communicate third person. Like, you don't talk to the ghost, but you ask questions that maybe the ghost, well, I wasn't actually talking to you. Say, like, I wonder if this ghost Right, is, uh... and sit straight for an answer. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. Well, was... I wasn't talking to you. Yeah. I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to, to the microwave. Yeah. Let me, let me go to Chris. We're talking about current paranormal activity, not stories from when you were a kid, but something that's going on now. I'm going to go to Chris. You're on the air, Chris. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Preston. Good morning, Ant. How you guys doing? <laughs> good, good morning, Ant, to you. What's up, bud? <laughs> okay, so um, I have um, little kids at home, and um, my my son in particular likes the little, like, round, like, super balls that you can, like, throw around and stuff. Yeah. And we have this um, section in the living room, and, you know, he'll throw them around, and they get stuck on their couch. So I would always go under and, you know, try to get them out. And the one time, they were just he would just keep doing it. I'm like, I'm not getting them anymore. So the one day I just like, I'm like, I'm not getting them. I'll get them tomorrow. So we would leave them under there. So the next morning I get up to get them out and they're all out. Like they roll out overnight. And so, so, like, so that, okay. So then that freaked you out. It, 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 is yeah. that the one and only thing or have there been other occurrences? Well, no, it's funny because I told my sister-in-law about that and she was there. And this happened during the day where there was a, there was one of the balls and it was out. In the, it was in the middle of the living room and she saw it go like one, like to the left. And to the right, and it would stop and go. It was going in all different directions, and it was just. And she was like saying that there's something there, there's something there, and I was like, okay, there might be, there might not be. I don't really know because I'm kind of skeptical. I do believe, but I'm not sure if there's anything in my house. Okay. So this was like a little while ago, but just like last week, I was in the house by myself, upstairs in the bedroom, and I leaned over to. I was getting dressed, and I leaned over. And I felt like this, this, like air, like flow through and like go through my hair. Like I felt something, and like it, the windows were closed, the none, the air was not on, and I felt it. And it was like during the day. So I have uh, uh, one of those K two meters because right. I go on ghost hunts every once in a while. So I grabbed that out and I and I turned it on and I started like asking questions to see if I could get anything. Well, all right, so uh, maybe I misunderstood. You actually have ghost hunting equipment in the house. Well, yeah, 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 because I go on ghost hunts every See, there you go. Ah, there it is. Yeah, exactly. oh, we're, look, we're looking for, see, I think, now, <laughs> would you accept the notion here that in a lot of cases, stuff that might roll off someone else's shoulders is just happenstance, you're going to be looking for something more paranormal because of your fascination with it? Yeah, but, I mean, it, <laughs> it might be paranormal, but it might not be, but... That's okay, not... did, did you ask, all right, did you use the device and ask the questions of the uh, of the ball roller? What's that? Did you ask questions in the room, and did you get a response? No, with the ball rolling, it, that happened, it must have happened overnight, because when I came downstairs in the morning, they were all out. All right. Okay, but anyhow, after after the, 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 the air thing that happened, and then you break out the equipment, did you get anything? I, no, I didn't get anything. Okay. And I was like, and what the hell are you wasting no time? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, no, no. Kidding, Chris. Yeah. So, so, so just the other night, I was downstairs by myself, like straightening up or whatever after everyone went to sleep. And this is like midnight. So it's like, you know, in the middle of the night. And 
I'm sitting there and I hear the floor creaking and I figure it's like someone upstairs going to the bathroom or whatever. And, you know, I don't hear anything else. And then I hear the floor creak again. And I'm like, wait a second. That's not upstairs. That's right here in the living room, right in front of me, like feet away from me. And now it's like, you know, the middle of the night, the lights are off. I'm scared. Like I hear this thing walking from one side of the room to the other. Like it's pacing back and forth. So what happened? Now, um, I didn't ask it any questions because I was too scared to ask any questions. But it happened for a little bit, and I'm just standing there, scared stiff. I got the hairs on the back of my neck going up, and I'm just, like, like shaking. Like, is there something here? And I'm looking to try to see if I can see something. So finally, I got the courage, and I, like, walked over, and there, and then all of a sudden, when I got up to walk over, it, it stopped. Hmm. Like, the floor stopped creaking, and... But, but that like that that really freaked me out because it was like right in front of me. No, I, I have no I have no question that you're, you're it definitely is frightening you. These are things like sounds in a house. Sounds can can play tricks. They can refract off walls and and stuff like that. So yes, you, I understand. You, you right? know, so okay. All I right. mean, yeah. yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh thank my you, Gary. <laughs> no, I mean he's and it's definitely you know you you don't want it, to. It scared him. It scared the crap out of him. So right. yeah. This let, let me go to this call. What was that? What was that uh, voice? That scary voice we heard. <laughs> All right, so let me go to. <laughs> Sounds John. like Rocky. Hi, John. You're on the air. Good Ghost morning. Rocky. <laughs> hey, good morning. It. Hey, good, good morning. It. What's up, there? Besides uh, right. something that happened to me currently, and something that happened to me in 2007, I'd love to share if that's okay. Please. It's pretty traumatizing. Okay. So currently, right now, I moved into my apartment, and um, every night about 9:55, a picture is thrown off the wall. There's more of the pictures, but the one picture itself is thrown off the wall every time at the same time, every night. Every single night? For how many nights? It's been about two months now straight. And I'm eventually, I said, you know what? You win. I took the picture off the wall, and it's never happened again in any other picture. What picture is it? Yeah. It's a picture of uh, me and um, this artist that was in Philly, um, Devin Townsend. It was like a um, meet and greet kind of deal. Okay. And it's put up on the wall. Yeah. John, if, if, <laughs> if this was happening every night for a couple of months, did you sit there waiting for 955 to come by and, and roll video on this? Yes. I well, I don't roll video, but I have a picture of the frame still. I still have it sitting in my life. Hey, well, here's here's but, the thing: but, I would have been like, yeah, I'm going to record this. People. I've been inviting people, dude. You got to see this. Here. Come here, come over and watch this. Yeah, and tell me I'm not crazy. Hello, is this uh, the, the, the Berkeley School of of uh, Paranormal? Yeah, whatever they call it, activity. As you can see, I've attended the school. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. But, so, um, but you, why, why didn't you do that? Why didn't you, you uh, I mean, if this was happening regularly for that that amount of time, why didn't you do try to, to get some type of recording of it? I don't know. I'm stupid like that. <laughs> okay. Why didn't you, did you try to affix it more uh, permanently? Was it just hanging yeah, on a so nail? Actually, I, actually, yeah, I went to um, Anchor, um, those those um, Velcro anchors yeah. or whatever they are. Yeah, I put that to the wall and this thing like flew off the wall. Across the living room. See, I would have oh. I would have recorded that. I don't buy it. Yeah, I would have recorded. Okay, though. all right. What's your 2007 story, John? All right. Well, that one is um, one where I woke up about four in the morning. I was stuck to the bed, flat on my back, arms spread out, legs spread out. I look to the left of my bedroom window, and I see a bluish haze out the window. Now, I don't know if you guys ever seen the movie The uh, Fourth Kind. Yes, I have. Were but, you watching that just before you went to sleep? So it happened right before I went to sleep, and I saw, like, an owl in the window. It was, like, a big white owl kind of figure. And eventually I was able to move, and I ran to my freaking mom's room. 
You ran in your mom's room. Okay. Uh, interesting. All right, John. I like the picture one better, but thank you. Yeah. We appreciate it. Uh, were you watching the fourth? Were you know, you dummy? Were you watching the fourth kind again? Yeah. It uh, started out as listening to people's stories. Now it's ending know, right? with you guys judging yeah. whether it's a good enough. No, story I, I don't. Or no. I don't yeah. want to undermine it. I'm just saying. And, and no, and listen to every story. It means something to the person's experience. And and, and he was yeah. this. This meant something to him. It scared him. I'm I'm saying. A lot of times, what happens with these things? It's 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 just mm, mm, like I want, I want a little bit more. Yeah, oomph. I, I'm okay. on the level of it sounds like listening to like dream stories. Like nobody yeah. wants to hear about your dreams. Well, he lost me at the two months every night thing. Cause yeah, come on, take some video, man. I would I would have been calling freaking ABC News. Yeah, to yeah. you've got to, to see yeah. this. So anyway. explain this. Yeah. So one night I was going to sleep, and I was watching TV, <laughs> and out of nowhere. The TV turned off. <laughs> and, oh. He believed that. I can't believe it. Turns out it was a sleep timer. But uh, let me go to. That's good. Yeah, thank you, Kathy. Thank you. He was going for it. Uh, do we have time for a couple more? I know we got Red Man or uh, sorry, Rod Man. <laughs> there is a Red Man. There, there is a Red Man. There is a Red Man. Can I do a couple calls? Yeah, real quick? We, there's got to be people no. been holding for twenty minutes Please. or more. Uh, let me go to David. Hi, David. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Hi. I actually work at the Atlantic County Courthouse in, in Mays Landing, and it, it, was, it was built in the 1800s, and it's historically haunted, and nearly everyone who has worked there has had some sort of weird experience. Okay. Now, I come from a highly su- su- uh, uh, a superstitious Spanish family, Okay. but... But I had no clear, like, judgment whether ghosts were real or not. And then I started working there. And within the first week of working there, I saw a see-through leg walk in the hallway right in front of me. And see- wait, a I- see-through leg? Yeah, like a, like a leg ghost leg. Yeah, like a ghost leg from the thigh down to the foot. And it walked right in front of me across the hallway into one of the, court- into one of the courtrooms. Wait, just one leg? Yeah, just one leg. So it hopped. But it didn't really walk. <laughs> well, it kind of, <laughs> well, it kind of leaned forward, and then it put its foot down, and then when it went up again, it disappeared. Okay, so as if it was part of a whole body, but you were only seeing the one yeah. leg. Did it hop up on a table and put a lampshade up on its head? It's indescribably beautiful. Um, so, so, but David, you say... This was. This was. You say you won that. This wasn't part of your your thing. You weren't buying into this, and yet you saw this. And did you freak out? No. Well. Well. Yeah. I mean, first I was like, "Oh my God, what is that?" And 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 then because I'm a title searcher, so then I started talking to the other people that worked there, and I told them what happened, and they're like, "Oh wow, you got to talk to uh, Ray. Ray. Ray is the guard." So I went downstairs and I talked to Ray, and this guy has seen like. Every day, he, 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 he's a guard that stays there at nighttime. Right. He has had constant, constant experiences. So then he took me on a tour to the courthouse, and apparently there's a ghost of a crying woman who go who who is seen in that courtroom where I saw the, the leg. Where I saw the leg. So what? Yeah. I mean, but what we're more interested in is what you have seen and right. currently, and so that was the thing that you've seen. So you saw hey. the leg. Did he ever? Did he ever see the leg? Had he ever heard a story about the leg before? No, he saw the other leg. No, oh. no. <laughs> okay. No, but I, 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 
But I did see more than that. I worked there for like five years, uh-huh. and I saw when I was sitting at my desk, and I turned around, there was a guy with a white shirt on and black pants leaning forward on his knees, looking at me, and uh, and and he disappeared right in front of my face. Uh-huh. And then when I parked in, in in the back of the building, as I'm walking up, there's a sheriff's house which belonged to uh, you know Boardwalk and uh, that. It doesn't matter. Oh, shit, on Boardwalk Empire, yeah. It belonged to Steve Buscemi. Yeah. Okay. No, well, it, 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 his dad used to be the sheriff of, of of the county, and he lived in there, and he had a couple of daughters. And right in the park, like that, that's where they used to hang the criminals. Right. So okay. as, I was, as I was walking up to, to the window, I actually saw a, a brown shape of someone staring at me from the attic window. And then as I'm looking at it, it just backed away in, in, into the room. And I went and... and, and and, and I, I went inside, and there's nobody there. It's just I, so, David. It, it's it's clear. It's clear. It impacted you. It's clear. It 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 it, it effed you up a little bit, right? What makes me stutter? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. If I saw that, that would make me. That made me freak out. To, to everyone who's called in, we're not. We're having a little bit of fun with you, because it clearly impacted you. But I mean, something well, that something that has just happened, where you're also a lot of the people as you hear that we've talked to are sort of predisposed to look for this stuff. Uh, what what I would like to hear is from somebody say I didn't believe a damn bit of this, right. and, and then my my recliner started floating in the air and playing Battle Him the Republic. <laughs> do you guys remember <laughs> Lou Giroux? Thank you, David. Appreciate yes. it, man. What, did we do all the ghost tours with him? We did with the Fort Mifflin and yes. stuff. Okay. Lou Giroux is now yep. out in Gettysburg. I hope oh, he's is doing he? well. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was his theme song. Yeah. His name is Lou Giroux. <laughs> His friends go blue, and his name is Lou Giroux. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, thank, it was worth it. Yeah, it was worth it. Yeah. Uh, thank you for the stories. We got to wrap them up, but it's from looking at our phone lines. They're they're absolutely filled completely of people currently, not just stories they've heard in the past or from relatives. That are currently, as we speak, having what they deem as experiences that they can't explain. And I was just wondering if the fact that people are home a lot more now, if that's... Mm. If, if stories have, have picked up a little picked bit? Picked up, yeah. Maybe. Well, interesting stuff. All right, thanks. But thank you for the leg thing. That was, uh, <laughs> that was great. We'll be back in just a moment, and we are going to have Rodman on. Stay with us. Acme Markets proudly supports Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger beginning Monday, November 16th at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex. More this year than most. We really need your help to make Camp Out a success. You can make a difference right now. Visit your local Acme during October and November and make a donation at the register when you check out. Acme will ensure your generous gift goes right to fill abundance to purchase food that's a lifeline for area families in need. Go to WMMR.com for complete details and a list of especially needed food items. Camp Out for Hunger from Acme Markets and 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Our next guest will be at Helium Comedy Club tonight. Two shows tomorrow, two shows, one show on Sunday as well. And I think... You're going to be able to Zoom some of these shows. Is that right? Yeah. You know, we'll have to check on that. Yeah. So uh, let's please welcome he's been in our studio before. Now we have him via the phone because that's the way things work right now. Please welcome Rodman to the show. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Preston, Steve. How you doing, man? 
Oh, man, uh, social distance. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, we, we have a nice distance between us right now. You know, we're doing what we got to do. Hey, was I correct? Is there going to be, I mean, I don't even know if you would know or not, but there's going to be like um, a Zoom uh, access tonight, the 715 show? I would know that because that was a right man suggestion. Ah, okay. Because I know what time we in, and some people are just not comfortable. I live with a few of them, so I know some people are not coming, just coming out the house. So yep. still want to, you know, give them some of that good fun and, and, uh, and uh, zoom it to your living room. So you can come to the show, mm-hmm. and you can zoom it in your living room and, and look, look at me in your pajamas, whatever you need. To do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you mentioned some people in, in your circle who, you know, don't feel comfortable in, in uh, meeting up with people right now and so on. Can that sometimes be a good thing, you know what I mean, when the, there are some people you're like, I'm kind of glad COVID's going on right now, so I don't have to see that person. <laughs> that, that, uh, some, uh, sometimes, sadly to say, but some, some people, like, I was, I'm a fan of distance anyway. Uh, I feel people were talking way too close. Okay. So, so I feel like we, we needed a little space now. And I, I was always, when I travel, I see people with the mask. I would see people with the mask, and I'm like, do I need a mask too? <laughs> right, yeah. So, so yeah, we all needed a mask, and now people got their logos on their mask. Yeah, and they- you've got a mask, right? You've got you've got a, a, a Rodman mask that people can buy. The, the gator, they call it the gator mask. The gator, okay. With the, with the ride mask. So those will be available too this evening at the show, though. You got to you got to come to the show to get those. Okay. So, so would you describe yourself as a bit of a germaphobe, or how, how are you handling? You say have you have people in your circle, but are you yourself kind of uh, you know iffy on a lot of this? You know what? Being in entertainment, like we do a lot of meet and greets, and what I what I've learned is, uh, you you can like you can like people have hot armpits and different. <laughs> I didn't know till I started having to do meet and greets and feel people temperatures on their body. I'm like, man, I think we do need a thermometer. <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. It's true, especially when you do events. It's, you know, it's it's we call it pressing the flesh. It's part of the deal. We 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 love it. it you know, when we get out and meet people, that's great. Yeah, but, so you got to touch. You got to touch me. But I always, I'm always gonna tell. But I, you know, I, I'm I'm being a hand, big fan of hand washing, and so I, I look at this as like we 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 getting reset, Steve. We getting reset. The body, yeah. You know the. We we was we was not using the waving thing at the at the at the bathroom enough. People didn't have enough patience to wash their hand. You know, you just could turn the water on and off. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're exactly right. It's reset it a bit. Hey, yeah, so it's just, I feel like we're just in a reset. So you know, and, and let people move at the speed they they comfortable moving in because you, you you this time ain't the quarantine and all this just pause button. You like. Uh, you learn some things about yourself. You learn things about everything that's, and you you move a little different. So I I I, I kind of like how it happened. Hmm. Hey Rob, man, we just had a you know Halloween tomorrow night, so we just had a lengthy discussion. We took a. Calls from people who have had uh, ghost experiences in their life and weird things, you know, that are actually happening even right now. We got we took calls from people who are having things happening currently in their life. You ever had any weird experience with something like that? Uh, mm, I, I can't I can't recall a, a ghost story. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, because I'm I'm a black man, so. <laughs> It just so no. doesn't happen. No, we have, to, we have to pay attention to the people that are here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
And so you don't have time to bother with the afterlife. Oh, man. <laughs> there uh, was that, that great uh, Eddie Murphy bit, where, oh, if you great. remember back in yeah. the day, about, you know, oh, this is a great house, honey. Get out. All right, too bad we can't stay. <laughs> you can't, you know. You know, I, I wanted to mention, uh, Funny People was on the other night, and you're in that film. Sure. And uh, that to me, that movie keeps getting better the more I see it. It's it, it's kind of a really well done. It also captures kind of the uh, the uh, the mechanism of stand-up and improving an act and, and so on and so forth. What was that set like? Because we, 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 we've had, you know, Judd Apatow on the show a number of times. And, um, you know, that, that whole environment, that sort of improvisational, creative environment is really cool. What was your experience from the movie? Well, you, you said it was, it was a, uh, the script really, Judge, judge is, uh, what I learned, he just used the script as, as a shell, basically. You can, but uh, he's going he's gonna to yell to you kind of what he's looking for from that scene. So, so it, it was cool just seeing his, his process to keep the set real cold. So, uh, like, I, I, I took away from that. I keep my hotel room a little cold. <laughs> Just to keep you keep you ready because you be woke. We we've seen people do like Adam McKay does that too. If you see like where they're off camera and they're, they they do what they call lineorama, where they're yelling out lines and you you just sort of like repeat them, right? Yeah, kind of. You can you can you can keep you know they like, keep that keep that part of uh, that part of that. So it's, it's all kind of ad lib. Yeah. Are you comfortable with that? Because you you write stand. You, obviously, you're, you're a writer. You write stand up. You perform that. You do stage. You know, audience stuff a little bit as well. So you're, you're used to thinking on your toes. But in a movie scenario, that's that either you take to it or you probably have to acclimate to it a little bit. Right, but I mean, you, if, if you if you like stand up allows you, it's almost like crowd work. I would, I would equate it to so right when you're in a live perform. You you gonna you gonna you gonna, you, you gonna Play with the people a little bit. I call it play with the people a little bit and see see what everybody's doing. So it's kind of he lets you play. So and and it was fun to me to play. Now now I did get a little sick because it was so cold on that set. It was so cold. On that set. <laughs> you got sick. But uh, yeah, I was like tea. I need more tea. I need more tea. <laughs> the crowd later make me tea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you started in uh, Atlanta, right? You you did open mic night. Uh, yeah, I started Tuesday nights. Uh, open mic night. Sign your name up. Uh, Earthquake. Uh, ah, Earthquake is uh, is great. He's kind of a kind of a powerhouse. He 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 was a beast, and he, he used to do comedy with. Uh, he would look at the wall, like you know, most uh, the, the classic comedy club got the brick wall in the back, and he had a, the brick wall, and he would do comedy, not even looking at the people. He would be talking to the wall, but happened <laughs> so hard in the back. I said, man, that's that's cold. So I that. You know, I learned styles. You know, comedy like boxing to me is styles. They yeah. got their own unique style. But he was a unique, unique talent. And uh, and uh, sometimes you win. That's why I tell comedy because uh, we live in a different area now. You know, you can do all your comedy online if you want to. Mm -hmm. Uh, in the, in the club, you know, you you're not guaranteed to go up when you first start. You sign your name, you're not you're not guaranteed to go up. No, no, and and, and the, the, those first experiences are critical. A lot of people who have really wanted to do it can get up on an open mic night and say and get so decimated that they're like, uh, uh, this isn't for me. And then the you know, and then there are other people who get like a little nibble of what they were looking for, and they're encouraged to go on. How was your first time on stage? First time was a little. Uh, first time was actually good. It was it was, it was actually good. I I I. I uh, broke a glass. I was, I was trying to, you know, drink, having a little drink in my hand, be real cool, and I yeah. dropped the glass in the middle of the set. <laughs> okay. I thought you were going to say you crushed it in your hand. You were so nervous. <laughs> That's when I knew I had recovery skills. I had to come clean up. I had to mop that up. And then, 
then I still uh, did all right. So I, I but I had I had the bug earlier uh, that wanted to perform or be on stage. So so I didn't know what that that calling was gonna be. But I was like, this this feels like home. So and and since the time I, I, I missed it so much, I like I, I know it's home. Yeah, and right now we we're talking about the, the Zoom stuff and all that, and the remote and the you know, the drive-in stuff. But stand-up is is an art form that requires an audience right there, a good, a, you know, a lot of people, big response, and, and that's something, obviously, we're making do, going back incrementally, but you, you've got to be chomping at the bit to get back to a full, regular setup. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I, I did my first uh, row uh, about, uh, well, about a couple weeks ago, Raleigh, North Carolina, good nights down there. So, so and I was rusty, man, I, I, you know, because you could do the Zoom and talk to the people, but... Uh, but it's nothing like being in front of the people, and we was very uh, socially distanced, and people they had two, three to the table. So you all can sit with the people you come with. You know, use that club. They put two here, two here. <laughs> you're like, I don't know none of these people. <laughs> <laughs> right. And they're all spread out, right? I mean, helium does it right. So you're, you know, they they have they have a good setup. Everyone who's come through so far says they really. Awesome. I like that you're offering both of these uh, for people tonight. So if they want to go live at the 715 show, they can do that. Or uh, they can also zoom in. So you can go to uh, Philadelphia. Uh, you can go to heliumcomedy.com and get the information on how to get it either way, which is uh, pretty damn cool. So shows tonight, tomorrow, and on Sunday. Rob, man, it's good to hear from you. Hopefully we'll see you in person next time, all right? Yes, sir. I, I, I'm going to want them sandwiches when I come back over. You got it. We'll have it ready for you. All right, Rob, man, guys. Yeah. Take care, ma'am. We'll see you later. Wow. That's funny. You know, I just thought about when he was talking about that is, Steve, it's um, uh, comedians are kind of getting a taste for like, okay, so a radio show. Yeah. We have no audience. We have no in-person audience. We we get phone lines and solicit for feedback that way. But it's opposite for us when we take the show out and do it live in front of a crowd. Same thing with a comedian. A comedian has to get used to different timing when they're doing it with no crowd. Yeah. They, they feed on that. It, it's part of the act, and it's opposite for us. And, and we have to change our pacing and timing yeah. when it's we fun- go live in front of an audience. It's funny you bring that up because I, I just did Pat Couch's uh, uh, podcast, yeah. and he talks. Pat, uh, Pat, 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 Pat. Pat Couch used to be our engineer. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> House, yeah. I remember. That's right. Pat Couch. We had a song for him. Yeah, and he had right. a very cool mustache, very thin. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, it was Pat House. And Pat House has a really cool uh, podcast where he talks uh, to comedians mm-hmm. about, you know, yeah. um, the, the, the the mechanics of that. And he brought that up about being in front of an audience and getting that response back. And I said, well, in, in this environment, like, I, I look at each of you as a chunk of an audience. Right. Like, when I'm joking, right. you know, like, n- n- Nick might just laugh at something. And I know that's a percentage of an audience that, that is in more linear to his sensibilities sure. Sure. than you. My main job is to get you to laugh. I think, and for Which the most do, part, sir. yes, quite a bit. <laughs> but, but but in that thing, and it's it's all we do have that benefit. I've always marveled at. There used to be a guy who was controversial, but he, uh, the Grease Man, would go do would do like you know a show entirely by himself. Yeah, and it was. Um, I I never really was that much a fan of it, but I always gave him props for yeah. doing you know a, yeah. a long time. It was unique. It was but, unique. Yeah. yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so my 
my uh, TV sleep timer joke usually kills in front of a, cl- a crowd, and here it yeah. just didn't work that well. You, you know. sold yeah. it. You yeah. know that was made for a live audience. We tried to help you by, by we tried to help you by not responding as yeah. long as we could. Just hey. so you know, it was supposed to be a terrible joke. Okay, no, you know. all right, gotcha. It, uh, no laughing is as good as laughing. That's what I, I think. A lot for. of comedians could benefit by saying, "By the way, this next joke that is coming up is terrible." So please um, respond accordingly. We are going to play a contest. We yeah, have some, we have some what? stuff to give away. We haven't done this game in a long time, and we got a little bit of time on our hands. We could have, you know, if, if we got about I don't know ten or fifteen minutes that we can kill. So why not give some stuff away? We have some prizes. We're going to play, and we haven't done this in a long time. Hollywood three way. <laughs> I mean, ages we haven't played this game. So. It's an easy one, too, and let me tell you how it works. We will give you three movie titles. You give us the actor or actress that appears in all three of those movies. Sounds pretty easy, but it all depends on the actor that you're choosing to go with. So, once again, we give you three movie titles. You have to name the actor or actress that happens to appear in all three of those movies. 215-263-WMMR. This used to be a regular thing. We used to play this all the time. My regular Saturday night thing, right? <laughs> That's right. I actually, we used to do it at live events. It was a, it was a fun game. If you were doing, like, I used to do appearances at, um, uh, you know, like. Uh, uh, the cave. What's that? The cave. Not the cave. <laughs> oh, my God. I remember that place. <laughs> that was a male strip club. I got right? kicked yeah. out of there once. It, wa- it wasn't my fault. It oh, was my yeah. friend's fault. Of course fault. it wasn't. No, it was. She Did had, they grab too much nuts? No, so she had a horse head and she kept oh. shoving it. In the guy's butt. Really? <laughs> what? Yeah. Yours oh, is well, that's better. better than the nutsack thing. Yeah, yeah. Can't tell. Okay. Yeah, so we got kicked out. Of the cave. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> no, I was going to say, like, Iron Hill Brewery. Oh, that makes and sense. And you walk around yeah. from table to table and play games. In Hollywood 3, it was a nice, easy <laughs> game to play. But I'd try it at the cave, you yeah. know. I'll, I'll give that a shot sometime. Dude, I used to have a regular Saturday night thing at the club next to the cave. <laughs> Which so, was? I can't remember the name of it. Was it called it. the club next to the cave? But no, essentially, I remember you having to do those. Yep. Essentially, mm-hmm. what it was is uh, <laughs> basically like you put a whole bunch of lions next to where all the gazelles are, are you know, feeding and stuff. Right. And because all the women, so the guys would wait at this club and wait for all these gotcha. drunk bachelorette parties because mm-hmm. the, the two clubs were connected. And they oh would wait God. for the women to spill that, out into that's this like nightclub. The way Risque is set up on Delaware Ave. Mm-hmm. So you have downstairs, and yeah. then you have upstairs the male strip club, and then they, they all got the same doors. I just remember it. I also had an awkward moment. Uh, so half of the bachelorette party was uh, went to Westchester together. So we were there, and this dude comes over, you know, tries to, like, hey, hi, ladies. And me and my one friend turn around, and his face just went white. And we were like, oh, my God. You're, and it was like, we all we remembered was the fraternity that he was in. We didn't remember oh, his name. Uh-huh. Yeah, so like, whatever it was, we we were like, yeah. oh my God. He's a stripper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> and he was like, he just looked at us and walked past us. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, so easy game. We give you three movie titles. Tell us the uh, actor or actress that happens to uh, appear in all three of those movies. And we have these Eagles uh, prize packs that we have a chance for you. It's NBC Sports Philadelphia Authentic Eagles Fan Swag Bag. And so we don't have to read this over and over and over again. Uh, we'll say that it includes an Eagles Authentic Fan Hat, a Philly is for the Birds shirt, and more courtesy of NBC Sports Philadelphia. Cool. You can get ready for Dallas Week with NBC Sports Philadelphia. Tune in Sunday night at 6.30 for a special 90-minute Eagles pregame live uh, featuring former Eagle uh, Seth Joyner. And you can follow at NBC Philly. 
NBCS Philly on Instagram and tag a friend for a chance to win two tickets to Sunday's game. Contest runs until 7 p.m. NBC Sports Philadelphia, home of the authentic fan. We'll mention that information a couple more times just tonight. All the whole paragraph gotcha. and everything in case you're just giving you a heads up. So we have that. Maybe a couple other things to give away, too. What's... Uh, Oh, you know, it's we a got variety uh, of stuff, right? a variety of things. King of Staten Island digital download, as well as Young Sheldon, okay. Batwoman from season one. All right, all uh, Halloween stuff. All Halloween. So uh, Hollywood three way, love this game. Let's uh, get a caller on the line. We are going to go with Anthony. Yo, Anthony. Hey, good morning, it. Good, good, good morning, <laughs> it. Oh, all right, Anthony. We're going to play <laughs> Hollywood three way. Do you understand how it works? Yes, sir. All right, you know what? I'll I'll go first if you guys don't mind. No. Mine, I made mine kind of easy. I made it's good because I made mine a little harder. All right, good. Uh, so we have a nice variety. So here we go. Oh, yeah. I'm going to give you, <laughs> I am going to give you three movies. You give me the actor actress that is in all three of them. You ready? Ready. All right. Four. V for Vendetta, and Star Wars: Phantom Menace. Four, Four, V for Vendetta, and Star Wars Phantom Menace. Is it... You got three seconds. Yeah, I don't got it. Sorry, Sorry, dude. Gotta let you go. Oh, that's actually pretty easy. Let me go to... um, We'll try three people per... All right, let me me go to Jeff. Jeff? Baby. What was that, buddy? Portman. Natalie Portman, yeah, you got it right. Yep, yep, absolutely. All right, all right, uh, Jeff. Here's what we got for you. All right, uh, we have this awesome NBC Sports Philadelphia authentic Eagles fan swag bag. It's got a whole bunch of stuff, and the important thing is they want you to tune in Sunday night at six thirty for a special ninety minute Eagles pregame live featuring former Eagle Seth Joyner. And uh, follow NBCS Philly on Instagram and tag a friend for a chance to win two tickets to Sunday's game. And Marissa, we won't need to do texters. They get we get go through three and they get it wrong. They get it wrong. It's all, all right. right. Okay. All right. Let's uh, let's go counterclockwise yeah. here. We'll go Casey Ooh, in the okay. room next, and I will get uh, listener Chris on the line. Hey, Chris. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Chris. Hollywood three-way. Here we go. All right, Chris. I want you to win. I hope this isn't too difficult, but here are your three movies. Nutty Professor, A Star is Born, and Half-Baked. Eddie Murphy. I'm not on a... Nope. Incorrect. Uh, Not Eddie Murphy. Sorry, bud. I don't think that's too difficult, Case. We'll go to Bob. Bob, good morning. Good morning, it. <laughs> you just know. Here we go. It's going to be here forever. I know. Here we go, Bob. Bob, your three movies are Nutty Professor, A Star is Born, and Half Baked. Ooh, uh, man. Dave Chappelle? Yeah! yeah! Well done, sir. Here's what we got for you, Bob. Bob, we also have this uh, Philadelphia Authentic Eagles fan swag bag from NBC Sports Philadelphia. You tune into the pregame live uh, with uh, Seth Joyner starting at 630 on Sunday night. And also, if you want to try and win some tickets to Sunday's game, follow NBCS Philly on Instagram and tag a friend for a chance to win two tickets. All right, let's go to another caller, and this time it's going to be Steve who gives the clues. It is Christine. Hey, Christine, good morning. What's up, guys? Yo, Christine, we are playing Hollywood three-way. Are you ready? I mean, I got Steve, so I don't know. He said his are hard. Oh, all right, all right. We'll, we'll work, with, work with me on this. Cape Fear, Tropic Thunder, The Prince of Tides. Tom Cruise? No. <laughs> I don't 
think he was in. Oh, he was in one of them. Okay. Mm, yeah, he was in one of them. She, yeah. she did get that part right. But uh, all right, I know this one. Let me go to Allison. Allison. Hey. Hey, Allison. All right, you want to hear those again? Yes, please. Okay. Cape Fear, Tropic Thunder, The Prince of Tides. Nick Nolte? Yes! 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 That's right, Allison. Hang on just a second. All right. All right, make sure you tune in to NBC Sports Philadelphia on Sunday night, 6.30, for a special 90-minute Eagles pregame live featuring Seth Joyner and a chance to win two tickets to Sunday's game by following NBC S Philly on Instagram and tagging a friend. I love the beginning of Tropic Thunder. It's just Nick Nolte's voice. It's like, I'm a group of men. His voice is just so raspy. Do you know it's great, though? In the first season of The Mandalorian, he plays a little, uh, like a little creature, like yeah. a. Uh, no way. Yeah, and that voice? That voice is perfect for it. You're right. All right, Kathy, you okay. set? Yeah. All right, let's go to Pat. Hey, Pat, good morning. Gadzooks. Gadzooks, Pat. All right, Kathy oh, has three right. movie titles for you. Here we go, Pat. All right, Pat, ready? Yes. Titanic, Primary Colors, Valentine's Day. Oh. <laughs> uh, Leonardo DiCaprio? No. Incorrect. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know this. Nick, I know. You know? It. I know oh, it, all right, yeah. good. All right, Ooh. we'll go next to uh, Chris. Hey, Chris, good morning. Hi, how are you? Good. All right, Chris, you need those titles again, or are you good? Uh, yeah, titles again, please. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's Paul Rubens. Titanic, Primary Colors, Valentine's Day. Uh, is it I... Kate Winslet? No. Nope. Sorry, bud. Casey, do you know it? Uh, I, 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 I might have an idea. I think I made it too hard. Uh, it's okay. Right, uh, right, some right, of them need one. to be hard. It's all, all good. Right. Hey, Corey, you're on. Hey, Corey. All right, here are the three movie titles. One more time, Kat. Titanic, Primary Colors, Valentine's Day. Oh. Uh, is it Bill Paxton? No. See, that's what I was going to guess, too, because I don't know the answer to this. Sorry, Corey. All right, we're only doing three. Or Can I guess? Yeah, that's it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Is it Kathy Bates? Yes. Yeah. All right. Hey, guess but nobody's, what? Nobody's ever seen Valentine's Day. I oh, had a- I have. <laughs> Kathy, I had a Kathy Bates one as well. Did you? And mine was Titanic, The Waterboy, and Misery. That's Which would have been easier. Yeah. 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 I thought Misery yeah. was going to give it away. All right. But she she played uh, <laughs> the unsinkable Molly Brown in Titanic. <laughs> I know that, but I don't know the other I don't know the other characters. Well, she uh was on IMD, IMDb she was known for uh Primary Colors. Oh, so you just pulled those out of your ass. Okay. <laughs> primary Colors, that great uh, movie with John Travolta. Uh, is it? Who, yeah, he plays Meg Ryan, like a, like a Clinton character. Was Meg Ryan in that? No, I'm thinking. I don't think so. You're, no, you're it was uh, Kathy Bates. All right. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Miss yeah, Movie Knowledge. Yeah. Uh, we have Bill on the line. Nick is going to give the clue. Hey, Bill. Hey, how are you? Good. All right, Bill. You ready for Hollywood Three Way? Yes, sir. Let's do it. All right, Bill. Here we go. Galaxy Quest, Avatar, and Ghostbusters. Uh, goodbye. I don't know. Oh, that's easy. Oh, I didn't right, even try. Sorry, goodbye, he says. No, right. that's right. That's the actor's name. Let me go to Joe. Hey, Joe. It's just that you look so nice today. Oh, oh nice throwback, Joe. All right, Joe, here we go. Galaxy Quest, Avatar, and Ghostbusters. Hey, Nick, thanks for the layup. Sigourney Weaver. There yeah. it is. Well done. Well done. Hey. What are we going to give him, Case? All right, Nick, we have this really cool NBC Sports Philadelphia Authentic Eagles fan swag bag. Watch uh, NBC Sports Philly on uh, Sunday night, 630, for a special Eagles pregame live. And follow 
NBCS Philly on Instagram. Tag a friend. You could actually win tickets to the game on Sunday. <laughs> All right. So I think that was, yeah. All right. That was Joe. I'm trying to figure out which color we go to next. I believe it is Doug. Hey, Doug. Hey, bitches. Hey, hey what? what? All right, Doug. You ready? I'm ready. Here's your Hollywood three-way. Here are the three movies. Mine aren't so hard. Here we go. Big Lebowski, Analyze This, and Rounders. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Um, John Goodman? No, not John Goodman. Thanks, so, bud. All right, we'll go over next to Al. Good morning, Al. Good morning? Yes. Hey, all right. I'm sorry. I didn't know there was another Al. Sorry. No, it's all good. All right, Al, the three movie titles I have for you are Big Lebowski, Analyze This, and Rounders. Okay, uh, I never saw Rounders. Um, I'm going to have to guess Steve Buscemi. No, incorrect. Ah. And go watch Rounders, dude. It's a good movie. Good movie. All right, let's go. Uh, My final one is Mike. Hey, Mike. Uh, It's actually Gary Boldberg. Your name is Gary Bol- Goldberg? That was a flub that you had the other day when you were trying to say Barry Goldberg. Oh, you said yeah. Gary Goldberg. Oh, yeah. Gary Goldberg. <laughs> so, no flub You're not goes. doing yourself any favors here, Mike. So good, I don't even remember yeah. that one. Okay. Uh, Big Lebowski, Analyze This and Rounders. Which uh, actor or actress stars in all three of those movies? Oh, man. Uh, John Goodman? Nope. That was already oh, said. <laughs> Guys, you know? No. John, John Turturro. Oh, John Turturro. Okay, yes, yeah, that's right. He's, uh, he plays... Uh, do we play a clip from him from Analysis? No, maybe we don't. Um, nah, don't but anyway, he's great. Nah, hell. All right, ah, hell, let's go to another caller. He's Condition <laughs> Rounders, right? That's his name? Uh, is that his name? I think so, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's kind of the cool, yeah. laid-back uh, gambler. Who is he in Analysis? Um, he's a guy, he goes, uh, he goes... He walks by this group. He goes, I think somebody said something anti-Semitic when I walked by. He goes, are you Jewish? He's, no, I'm not. Half Spanish, half something, half the other. And uh, so he, he plays one of the... Okay. He's one of the uh, patients. Okay. No, wait a minute. Uh-oh. Oh, no. I said the wrong movie. I, I was wondering. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Oh, no. Hang, hang on, dude. I'm not talking to you yet. Son of a bitch. I was wasn't, wondering. It wasn't Analyze This. It was... Um, It was with uh, Jack Nicholson and uh, Adam Sandler. Oh, anger oh, management. Uh, anger, anger management. management. <laughs> it's the same movie. No, <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, got, listen. It was. It it's was, already done. Oh. It's Friday. Just keep going. <laughs> no sabro. No sabro. No, no let's, sabro. Let's, no sabro. No sabro. <laughs> let's do the Rocky contest yeah, again. No, you know what? Here's the deal. <laughs> I've just embarrassed myself in front of the audience again. It's all right. <laughs> Nobody's. Let me add that. Something to talk to my therapist about next week. Well, John Goodman was only to one of those movies. The list. So. <laughs> yes, John Goodman yeah, was only one of those yeah, movies. You're right. Yeah. You're and right. John so Goodman was the, only yeah. one of those movies. We never say we're fully the right, but we're mostly two right. Answers were invalid. Yes. yes. Thank you very there much. You and what did the other guy say? He just didn't know, Steve right? Steve Buscemi. Steve said. Buscemi. Well, how he could he know? There was no movies. common actor to any of those movies. <laughs> <laughs> no, he wasn't yeah. in Rounders. How could he know? <laughs> no, he, he wasn't. Was was no, he was in, in Lebowski. The... So that's it. Uh, so you're good. Of course he guessed wrong. There's no common actor. Right. You know, I deserve whatever you give to me, so go ahead. Uh, let me go to... Uh, John Turturro is a great actor. Though. He's a yes. great... Yeah, he's a great actor. He'll be the part of any Hollywood three-way. I'll go to... <laughs> Damn it, I suck. 
Albert, you're on the air. All right. Happy Mischief Day, gang. <laughs> What'd you say? Happy Mischief Happy Day. Happy Mischief yes. Day to you, Good sir. Job. All right, Case, give it to him. All right, Albert, here you go. Here are your three movies. <laughs> Top Gun, War of the Worlds. Shawshank Redemption. Ah, very good. See what good. you did there. Yeah, very good. Morgan Freeman. No, oh. not Morgan Freeman. I'm afraid of these aliens. That's the type of thing I used to like to try to do. Yes. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. With that. And all right, let me. You, you, they, they call that pulling a John Turturro. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Dave, you're on the air. I'm sorry. Hey, Dave. Dave? Hey, bitches. Hey, what? What's indeed? All right, Dave, here's your three movie titles. <laughs> Top Gun, War of the Worlds, Shawshank Redemption. Uh, is it Tim Robbins? Yeah. yeah! Tim Robbins. Well done. <laughs> what do we got for Dave? All right, Dave? for you, Dave, we have a digital download of The King of Staten Island. Oh, all right. Hang on the line. We'll get your info and we'll set you up. <laughs> All right, we'll go to uh, Ryan. Hey, Ryan, good morning. Good morning. All right, Ryan, Steve, thank God you got Steve and not me. Here we go. All right, one's a little bit more difficult, but I think you can do it. Carbon copy, fallen, and unstoppable. John Travolta? No. Nope, but he is in... None, None of those. Hi, Tom. Here's your Hollywood three-way, man. All right, here we go. Carbon copy, fallen, and unstoppable. By the way, Tom, are you there? Dude, it's Brewer. Oh, oh. shut up. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well done. <laughs> wow. <laughs> He has rocks. I, I I approve. Okay. Uh, I I have I have no idea. John Tapuro. <laughs> <laughs> I see I... something starting to form there. All right, one last caller for this Hollywood three-way. It's Rocco. Hey, Rocco. Hey, how you doing? Good, Rocco. Here we go. All right, carbon copy, fallen, and the most important one, unstoppable. I'm going to guess. Um, George Deagle? No, no, but he was in Carbon Copy. Sorry, Rocco. The only thing uh, I know is Michael Douglas from Fallen, so I don't. Denzel Washington. And, oh, mm-hmm. and I was thinking, I was thinking, falling down. Yeah. <laughs> you ready to go home? Oh my God! I went home 20 minutes. ago. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Denzel, you remember the movie? So, Carbon yeah. Copy is with George Siegel, where he's his uh, adopt, adopted or son. They have oh, genetically. Oh, yeah, and he was young in that movie, right. really young, yeah. Then Fallen is this sort of horror movie where a, a, a serial killer can jump from body to body. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh. And then Unstoppable with Chris Pine, the runaway train. Yep, yep. I remember that uh, for Fallen, the, the, the girl going, but I'm not done having fun yet. Yes, yeah. exactly, oh. yeah, yeah. What do I know? I'm going to say. We go to Sam next. Hi, Sam. You're on the air. Hi. Hi. We're playing Hollywood three-way with Kathy. You ready? I'm ready. All right, Kath, give it to her. Okay, let's go with this one. This is from IMDb. Uh, Well, yeah, I checked them, yeah. The Boss Baby, P.S. I Love You, Analyze That. Um, The Boss Baby, P.S. I Love You, and Analyze That? Uh Uh-huh. 
Uh, Lisa Kudrow. Yay! Hey! Well done. Wow. Well, well nice job. Done. I'm hey. actually wearing a French shirt right now. Oh, oh nice. Then you knew it. <laughs> there Perfect. You go. Perfect. All right, Sam, hang on the line. All right, you have won yourself an NBC Sports Philadelphia Authentic Eagles swag bag. By the way, this is the last one of these that we have to offer. Okay. So, uh, get ready for Dallas Week with NBC Sports Philadelphia. Tune in Sunday night at 6.30 for a special 90-minute Eagles pregame live featuring former Eagle Seth Joyner. Follow NBC at NBCS Philly on Instagram and tag a friend for a chance to win two tickets to Sunday night's game. All right. Anybody else hear Chris Walken when you just t- said Dallas Week? No. Dallas All right. Week. Maybe was, to me, it just sounded like a very slight but and subtle and quick Chris Walken. <laughs> I missed it. Dallas. All right, Nick, you ready? All right, I'm ready. Let me go to listener Alex. Hey, Alex, you there? Yes, I'm here. All right, we're playing Hollywood three-way. Here we go. All right, Alex, here we go. Roxanne, the big year, Bowfinger. Eddie Murphy? No. No. (laughs) Incorrect. We will go next to Gary. Hi, Gary. Hey. Hey, Gary. All right, here we go with your Hollywood three-way. Ready, Gary? Yep. All right, Roxanne, the big year... And Bowfinger. Let's just go with Steve Buscemi. I have no idea. No, not Steve Buscemi. Sorry, dude. All right, let's go to one more. It's Ray. Hey. Hi, Ray. How you doing? It's Lori. Oh, hey, Lori. Lori. Where's Brewer? Where's John Turturro? (laughs) All right, Lori, you ready? All right, Lori, here we go. Okay, I I thought this was easy, but maybe not. Roxanne, The Big Year, and Bowfinger. Steve Martin? That's right. Hang on. Hang on. By the way, my son uh, just recently read for one of his English classes, he read Cyrano de Bergerac. And I'm like, well, you got to see this movie, Roxanne. It's pretty much, that's the story. It's a comedic take on it. And uh, he loved it. Oh, that's great. I love that movie, Roxanne. It's one of my favorites. All right, Case, what do we got? Well, Lori, for you, we have a digital download of The King of Staten Island. (laughs) You're going to love it. All right. It's crazy. Uh, you want me to do one? Let me do Can I jump in and do one? skip me, please. Okay. Skip me. Uh, we will go to um, Kevin. Is this the last one, Case? Yeah, let's just do one more right. here. Hey, Kevin, I, I, you, there? you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, let's try this out. Steve's going to give it to you. Okay. Ga- All right, ready? <clears throat> Game show, Mr. Deeds, Transformers. Oh, God. Um... <laughs> Uh, I, can't, I can't think of. Like, <laughs> come on, dude. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Time's up. It's okay, bro. <laughs> uh, wait a minute. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Let me go to. Let me go to Jake. Hey, Jake. Good morning. Yo, Gadzooks. Gadzooks. All right, right James. Uh, Jake. Here we go. That is Johnson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> except, <laughs> except the title of the movie is. Quiz show! Oh, you're not right. game show! That's uh, right. The delation! <laughs> Good morning, it! <laughs> uh, Jake's a winner. What do we got yeah, for him, Chase? Right. Uh, Jake, you know what? I'll give you a choice here. I know you wanted the Eagles prize pack, but we don't have any more. I either have Batwoman, uh, digital download, the complete first season, the Young Sheldon complete third season, or a digital download of the King of Staten Island. Oh, I put him on hold, too. So. Oh. We're going to find out what he would like uh, while he is on hold. But yeah, there you go. Thank you for playing. That's a fun game. It's a great game. That game really worked because it allowed me a chance to eat some of my promotional (laughs) M&M's. You had some time. What movie is that from, Steve? It is from the movie. Come play. 
Come Play, which is a horror movie. Oh, uh, John Turturro is in that. John Turturro, yeah. Okay. Uh, actor, wrote, directed, did the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, we do need to take a break, but thank you for playing Hollywood Three Way this morning. Uh, when we return, we are going to test your knowledge of today's program with a lesson question, and we'll get to the trash and music news. Don't forget, we give away a Word of the Week prize today as well. We'll be right back. Freshen up your look with a fall merch update at MMR's Rock Shop. Head to WMMR.com and grab the latest hoodie or winter hat. For all you Halloween heads, hit up aisle one for a flurry of ghostly face masks. They'll get you right in the spirit. And work nicely if you're one of those, this is my costume kind of people. Plus, gift cards, t-shirts, hats, and coffee mugs for a unique gift for that person who has everything. The Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Everything that rocks your wardrobe. And more. I'm going to give a little plug-o-rama, if you don't mind. And this is uh, for our friend Ben Hartramped. Uh, ben has been here in the studio before. Uh, ben has autism. Uh, he is, does a lot of work with the Philadelphia Eagles. Yes. And uh, he is a uh, he's very cool guy. And he does uh, he's, he's such an outgoing character. Uh, but he has set up a sensory-friendly movie screening tonight of Hotel Transylvania. Ah, that's cool. So if you have... Uh, a lot of times that's a consideration. Absolutely. If you have kids, especially on the autism spectrum, that have a sensory issues, then you you know you look for moments like this. So it's going to be at the Water Tower Cinema. I don't know where that is. Oh, the Water uh... Tower Cinema. Uh, tickets are just 5 bucks, but space is limited. And you can order the tickets at watertowercinema.com. So Ben had emailed us uh, and, and asked us to give a plug for it. Lansdale, Preston. Oh, they're Lansdale. Yeah, not too nice. far from you. Is that it? So this is an indoor cinema, yes? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, just uh, watertowercinema.com. <clears throat> right. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, so if you want to get in touch, yeah, watertowercinema.com, uh, Nick had said. <laughs> and it is tonight at 6.30. Yeah, and, and so these... Um, Century movie screenings um, are quite uh, um, common, and I accidentally bought tickets to one one time, and I thought that there was uh, something wrong with the movie theater, so I went to go talk to the manager about asking them to turn the because they, they leave um, lights on in the theater, right? And so I was like, and, and I went to go say something to the manager, hey, you know, the lights are on in the theater, and the same time there was a guy who went and started like like yelling about it, like I want my money back, and and. And I was like, dude, you have to, like, you can't fault the movie theater yeah. for your oversight, right? right. Was, was he, was, so it was advertised that it was. Uh, oh, yeah. 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 Um, I didn't read it, and that yeah. guy didn't read it as well, but that's not the movie theater's fault. That's right. that guy's exactly. fault. I'm sure if he came in and said, I, I didn't know this was that, could I, could I have, uh, could I see another screening? Yeah. yeah. Possibly. Whatever. Yeah. But, or, you know. yeah. Uh, so this one's set up for that specifically. Water Tower uh, Cinema tonight, Hotel Transylvania. You know what I do? I, I think the Hotel Transylvania movies are they're pretty good. But oh, yeah. the one thing I do like is the running joke through all of them is uh, they make fun of him for because he's a vampire. He's a Dracula for saying blah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't say blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Adam Sandler's character hey, just blah, gets blah, blah. sick of it. I don't say blah, blah, I blah. I don't say blah, blah, blah. I wonder where the derivation blah. of that is from because you know it's yeah. it's from Bela Lugosi, but the, yeah, maybe with the Hungarian accent, you know. Oh, okay. He, you blah. know, when he did Dracula, when he did the original Dracula, all his dialogue was phonetic. He didn't speak English at the time. No so kidding. yeah, yeah, he he learned, and then he learned English. And, oh yeah. no, kidding! Yeah, okay. Kind of like when I uh, am singing Spanish words in a song. I don't, exactly. I don't know what I'm saying. 
All right. Um, I messed up again. We're doing the bizarre file. <laughs> wait, wait. I said Why? we were coming back with a lesson question, trash and music. Well, news. we are. We're we going to come back with that Eventually. Later. Yeah, you were right. I got you back, bro. Dear God, do I need to go home. Okay, let's do the bizarre file. <laughs> now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. <laughs> Okay, we're going to start with a follow-up story here for you folks. Police on Tuesday identified the man accused of urinating on a fellow passenger during a Delta flight earlier this month as a pastor from Raleigh. Right. A police report says Daniel Chalmers was arrested at the Detroit Metro Airport after the flight landed. But that's just an alias. Uh, I don't want people to know of the incident, and this is why I try to fly in my own private jets. It's not Kenneth Copeland? I I will uh, answer that later. All right. So uh, a passenger named Alicia Beverly told police she woke up on the plane around 2.45 a.m. Could you imagine this? To find a man urinating on her. Police said that Beverly alerted the flight crew, and the two were separated. When asked what had happened, Beverly reported, he peed on me. When the man was asked, what did you do, he reportedly said, I peed on her, (laughs) but I thought I was going to the bathroom. Uh, After the plane landed in Detroit, airport police boarded the plane. Turned off the seatbelt signs, and our in-flight crew will be around to piss on you. And Beverly told the officers what had happened. Police said the man initially denied her accusations, telling officers, I'm a pastor that is out of my character, and I didn't do it. We don't piss. When he asked for (laughs) When he asked for proof of the woman's allegations, one of the officers told him that the victim's clothing was covered in his urine and that the seat was wet as well. And, and also, everyone around saw it. And also told the man that uh, he was the only person standing on the aircraft and was observed <laughs> standing directly over the victim. Yeah, that's uh, pretty damning evidence. The officer said in his report he observed a small, visually apparent wet spot in the groin area of his shorts and that he smells of alcohol and his eyes were bloodshot. The man also told police that he was on medication. <clears throat> I think if you just own it, if you if you had, you know, this has happened before. It's happened with people that he, they're taking medication and they have a drink or two and it yep. and really wreaks havoc. An FBI agent uh, later interviewed Chalmers and cited him for simple assault before he was released. Uh, out of Houston, the Harris County District Attorney has filed three charges of intoxication manslaughter and one count of intoxication assault against Camilo Morejan. This is a terrible story. Those charges will be upgraded if the driver of the pickup truck does not survive in this accident. So, prosecutors said Morejan was behind the wheel Sunday morning when he crashed his Honda into a black pickup truck. And prosecutors said three passengers in his car were killed, including his girlfriend. The driver of the black pickup truck was sent to the hospital in serious condition. And a Facebook Live video posted on Morejan's account right before the crash of him, of him shows him behind the wheel while drinking, and he says that he drives better when he drinks in the mm-hmm. video. So that video was time-stamped at 7.47. The crash was around 7.53. So, I mean, just less than 10 minutes later, crashed, three people dead. One other person might possibly die in this as well. Uh, the driver of the pickup is still fighting for his life. Uh, if convicted, this guy faces 80 years behind bars. Wow. <clears throat> All right, uh, a, in Australia, an outback worker has captured photos of a cow apparently trying to swallow a snake in a bizarre roadside scene. So the, so the let me just get this straight. Yeah. The Australian cows yes. attack snakes. This is what happened. 
Uh, Andrew Gertz, this is in remote northern Australia, came across the bovine snake catcher as he drove on the deserted Sandover Highway. He said, when I got closer, I could see that it was a sand python hanging out of its mouth. He said, I've seen cows with bone and hides. I thought it might have been a bone, so he stopped to take some pictures. Mr. Gertz said he couldn't figure out how the non-venomous snake's head came in to be the cow's mouth, or to be in the cow's mouth. Uh, speculating the cow might have stepped on it or disturbed the snake, then that latched onto its tongue. Uh, natural historian uh, Angus Emmett said uh, that uh, cattle were known to scavenge on dead kangaroos and cattle to supplement their diets, the especially hell? in the red dust of outback Queensland. Carnivorous cows? <clears throat> but he had no doubt python sucking was unusual. He said, I've never seen one chew on a snake before. He said the cow... Might have been chewing on it for both protein and trace elements. He said their body tells them what they need, and then they'll go and chase it down if it's available. Mr. I need meat. Mr. Gert said the cow seemed unfazed by its unusual meal and his interest, and it dropped the dead snake and just kind of wandered off. Man, that outback is brutal. Yep. Six people were sighted after a group of roughly 100 hunters filed, fired into a herd of elk Sunday in Meager County, Montana. Was it a culling? Uh, no. And four of the hunters were cited for shooting from the road. One was cited for failure to validate a license. And one was cited for using a license from another district. So there's a hundred hunters shooting into wow. a herd. That's wow. kind of unfair. What did yeah. you say, Steve? A, a culling? I don't, I, I don't Re- know what that is. Reducing the herd? Oh, okay. Yeah, when they do a cull, you okay. go in and, and you reduce the numbers. And a lot of times it's because vegetation is scarce and it right. will keep them from starving. So about 50 of the elk in the herd were killed. Uh, And there's a weird twist to this as well. One elk uh, remained unclaimed. Two were confiscated from hunters who were cited. Those three elk were donated to local food banks. Officials said there is evidence that other elk were injured during the incident, but they were not recovered. Authorities are unsure how many other elk might have been injured. Now, it's brutal. Actually, one of the people in the group died from a heart attack that was unrelated to the hunt. The person's name has not yet been released. Uh, Even though they did not, they did find most of the hunters uh, were uh, were not in violation of the law. They said that hunting ethics and safety guidelines were not followed. These hunting safety rules, such as being it's like a firing squad, sure of your target. Yeah, instead of just randomly firing yeah. into a crowd, you need to be sure of your target and beyond ensuring that uh, a shot uh, on an animal isn't overly obscured and generally not firing in the general direction of other people. Also, I would think it would cause them to scatter and panic yeah. and they might injure each other. Sure. And then you have injured animals running around. That's why you so. don't go hunting with a flamethrower. Yeah, that's, that's true. All right, and then we'll do one more story and then we'll wrap it up a short one. A man wielding a machete outside of Burger King was placed into protective custody. By I wanted my way! Police Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> Officers responded to the Burger King, and, sir, you can have it your way. You don't need the machete. It's our, it's our oh, slogan. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me put this back in the car. Uh, they spent about an hour negotiating with the man to put the machete away. When he was unarmed, they uh, tackled him to the ground and detained him. Authorities determined that he was experiencing a mental health crisis, uh-huh. transported him to the hospital for treatment. No criminal charges were filed and no injuries were reported. Did he mention anything about their fries? They did not. Okay. I think they're, they make those in peanut oil. I'm not Is sure. Is that the deal? All right. And oh. they taste different, don't they? They do. All right, like and there, that's uh, what I have in the bizarre file for you. That's for another time. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. We're going to do the lesson question. Trash music news, like I promised. As foretold. And we will get to that in a moment. Make sure you stay with us. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app. 
Steven Singer makes buying an engagement ring so easy. He'll hold your hand to find the perfect ring so you can hold her hand forever. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Might not be a beautiful day by everyone's definition, but there may be something awesome going on in your world that has made it a beautiful day. It's not always about the weather. That's the beauty of no sad bro. That's right. It will counter any condition. That is absolutely correct, and we are indeed in the no sad bro zone on this Friday morning. It is ten twenty-one with the Preston and Steve Show, and we got a few more things to go before we wrap for the day. We are going to ask a lesson question. See if you've been paying attention. A sixty-dollar Metro Diner gift card is what we are going to give away for the correct answer. I think I'm going to go with this. Judge Judy is debuting a new TV show on a streaming service and is also releasing releasing which which personalized device. All right, Judge Judy is debuting a new TV show on a streaming service and is also releasing which personalized device. We had it for a moment this morning. We were talking about it. 215-263-WMMR. If you know the answer, well, you know what to do. you got to give us a call. We'll see if you get it right. While we're waiting for that call to come in, we dive into the trash. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, let's see what we got. Steve, what's happening this morning? Well, Netflix, I don't know if you guys heard about this, raising the price of their standard two-stream HD plan from $12.99 to $13.99 a month. The premium plan includes four screens, ultra HD content, and a garbage can for you and your family to eat out of. (laughs) Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost have eloped and are now officially married. The two got hitched in a secret ceremony. They kept the guest list limited by only inviting people who think the marriage will last. Oh my God. And finally, Kourtney Kardashian receiving some blowback on Instagram after she posted bikini pics and referred to herself as Moana of Matuni. To make matters worse, Chloe also posted bikini pictures and referred to herself as King Kong of Skull Island. <laughs> That's your Hollywood show. All We'll see if you were paying attention. And we go to the phones for the answer to this question. Judge Judy is debuting a new TV show on a streaming service. And it also uh, and, and also is releasing which personalized device. And we will go to Keegan. See if uh, Keegan's got the answer. Keegan, good morning. Good morning. Yo. <laughs> All right, Keegan, what is the personalized device we're looking for? It's a flashlight. Flashlight. You got it, Keegan. Judge Judy flashlight. Hang on, Keegan. We're going to get your information. We're going to give you $60 Metro Diner gift certificate. And you can amplify your next sports viewing party at home with help from your neighborhood Metro Diner who have added meaty, boneless, and traditional wings to their menus alongside their latest game day packs that will feed the whole squad. Available for takeout or delivery. Order online at MetroDiner.com. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right, let's see what we have today. Nine Inch Nails have unveiled a line of face masks with a spot across the front for a message, which can be changed out. Among the 25 choices are the words dirty, broken, enraged, numb, dead, and more. And falafel. Uh, The masks are $35 and may be ordered online at NAN.com. Nine Inch Nails will be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame on November 7th. The ceremony will air on HBO and HBO Max. There's some pretty cool masks. Have you seen the ones that are actually um, screens that actually will can display images? 
I saw a guy yeah. who had a mouth that would open right, and close, but right. I haven't seen the screen ones, no. And then the other ones are like like the ones that you got. I forget, I think our friend... Uh, Those around the ears. Right, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry Torres, is that his name? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. So. so he sent, I like, I like that. And then there's a weird one that comes up from your um, neck. It, it almost looks like a dog cone or a, a yeah, pet yeah, cone, yeah, yeah. Oh but it's transparent. So they, a lot of waiters and waitresses will use them. I don't know, though. 35 bucks for one mask? That's a lot. It is a bit much, yeah. But, uh, uh, you know, I guess since it's interchangeable. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers guitarist Sean Frusciante confirmed that the band continues to work on new material. Last year, after a decade-long break, Frusciante had rejoined the group, replacing the man who took over for him, Josh Klinghoffer. I'm back! During a recent interview, Frusciante explained that the band spent a few months in personal self-quarantine, and then he said, we went back to rehearsing and are moving ahead and writing new music. What I found exciting when I started playing with them again is to see what I could do with a guitar. For me, uh, for the last 12 years, guitar was just something I practiced music on, and it's not such a big part of the music I make. So, it was that idea of how many different worlds can you put out of a Stratocaster, pull out of a Stratocaster. Yeah. He also shed light on how he and drummer Chad Smith are connecting on a whole other level, explaining Chad and I are having an interactive thing different than we did before. He said, before, I didn't even know the difference between a ride cymbal and a crash cymbal. Now, I'm a drummer in my own way through breakbeats and drum machines. A lot of the drums are crazier than what we did before. Uh, so he's enjoying. They're having some uh, you know, creative spikes. That's right cool. Now, which is cool, yeah. Lincoln Park is celebrating the 20th anniversary of their debut album, Hybrid Theory, with a limited edition release of a Funko Pop figure on of the Street Soldier from the album's cover. The figure was announced on Tuesday, and Loudwire reports that the first run sold out in less than a day. Uh, the Hybrid Theory Funko Pop figure is about three and a half, three and a quarter inches tall, retails $14.99, and can be pre-ordered at the Lincoln Park uh, web shop, and purchases are expected to ship in the spring of 2021. I like the Funko Pop stuff, some of them. And then one last thing, the Strokes have split with their longtime management, Jack Robner, Ryan Gentiles, and Richard Priest, according to Billboard. What the f- is this? Uh, the band is now rep by Red Light Management's Corn Capshaw. No reason was given for the split, but Rovner released a statement saying, I signed the band when I was running RCA. I've always believed in their enormous talent and wish them the best. That's where Ed Pinker works. We were just referencing. Yes, that's Red correct. Light, yeah. And did you mention that Pearl Jam's um, management is gone? Yeah. Um, Kelly Curtis has decided he's going to retire. Kelly's been with the band since the beginning, and uh, a guy named Smitty's going to take over. Smitty's been with the band forever as well. He's been the road manager. Uh, but Kelly's a great guy, friend of the radio station, and uh, so I'm sad to see him go. I think he's just... Um, Heading off into the sunset. I think he's retiring. And the Strokes, by the way, are going to be on SNL this weekend. They're on uh, uh, Mulaney is the host tomorrow. Yes, Stroke, he's always great. Strokes are the musical guest. By the way, anybody with a name like Smitty is like when they come in the room, you always go, Smitty! Smitty! Yes, Smitty! Smitty! Yes, my name is Smitty. Yes. <laughs> don't wear it out. <laughs> don't, let the, don't let the door hit you with the good old split you. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in music news. Let's take another break, and when we return, we will give away our Word of the Week prize. And you want this one. It's a good one. So stay close. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Friday morning. So we're getting ready to uh, wrap the whole thing up. Thank you for joining us today, by the way. Weather is going to be kind of drab like this all day long. We're looking at a high of 46. And tomorrow, sunshine, but still, it's going to be cold, 49. But no rain to uh, 
contend with on uh, Halloween, and we should see that uh, that big, bright full moon tomorrow night, hopefully. Uh, afternoon showers return on Sunday, and, but it's warm, 58, and then we go back to 47 being the high on Monday. So we're doing this little... We're getting into the bouncing. up and down. And I've yeah. heard different schools of thought on what kind of winter we're looking at. Some are saying it's going to be a little more uh, arch, and others are saying it's going to be another, another one like we had last year. So... That was nice last year. Yeah. I liked it. We will see. Uh, I would like to thank Rodman. Right. Uh, Rodman is going to be at Helium Comedy Club tonight, Saturday, and Sunday. And the 715 shows on uh, that are tonight and tomorrow, you can actually uh, stream and watch uh, through Zoom. I believe they're doing it. I think it's can, a good idea. Yeah, so you can uh, pay for that at, and watch at home, or you can go there in person. If you're hesitant to go in person and you're a fan of Rodman, then you can order the show. So um, you can do that through uh, heliumcomedy.com, which is cool. So thank you very much to him for being on the show this morning. Uh, Pierre Robert is wearing a tie today. Ooh. Very nice. It's a scary tie, right? Yes, it's I a like Halloween that. tie. Nice, man. I wear it once a year. I, I like it. The Halloween tie. I wear ties four <laughs> times a year. Four times a year. <laughs> For each of the main holidays. Exactly. Arbor Day. It's got pumpkins and gravestones. Yeah, witches. And witches and monsters I and ghosts. A, I see a vampire. and Yeah. yeah. Did they make you sing that song in school when you were elementary school? Tonight is the night when dead leaves fly like witches on switches across the sky. No, when I like flying, Flit through the night on a gloomy if it's Halloween. They one. tortured the hell out of us. Wow. Yeah. Huh. That's great. Nice. Good little kid. And, of course, tonight you have to watch Charlie Brown. Uh, it's a great pumpkin. Great That's pumpkin. right. It's not on regular TV, but just watch it anyway. Yeah, Jackie Bam Bam's got the great pumpkin watch. Yes. No, he doesn't really. <laughs> uh, I mean, good. He has the Santa Tracker show. It's at, at, I almost said Santa Ween. At <laughs> he uh, starts it tonight. <laughs> yeah, at Christmas Eve or close to it. He tracks Santa Claus's progress. Right. So it may be on his. Uh, you call it Friday night that he tracks the progress of the Great Pumpkin. Listen, it's it's equally as important. Very, very To important. a select few. <laughs> yes, thank you. Uh, this is important. I want to point this out. Our friend uh, Michael Giacchino, the composer, his uh, debut album comes out today. Yes. His solo album uh, that has the big hairy vagina on the front of it, Casey. <laughs> which is actually an eyeball. No, it's an eyeball. eyeball. Uh, Casey thought it looked kind of vaggy. Uh, but it's actually <laughs> called Travelogue Volume 1. And uh, he's very excited about it, and we are excited for him. So. Little Vaggie, huh? Little Vaggie, yeah. Little Vaggie. <laughs> That's a bad rapper name. This is Mike. This is Vaggie Senior and Little Vaggie. Yeah. Next to Little Yachty, Little Vaggie. <laughs> yeah. uh, how about we do the letter? Does that sound good? I like it. All righty. All right. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the President and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. Y is in yellow. That's the last letter we have for you. Y. And we'll take caller number 8 at 215-263-WMMR. And we'll see if you know the word of the week. And if you do, you got a very cool prize that is coming to you, my friend. Uh, what's happening on the program today? Well, uh, the big Halloween show is today, so noon to one thirty ish or maybe 2, I don't know. We'll do all um, scary Halloween-y type stuff. We do it every year. You're a Halloween fan, are you I not? Absolutely. So, yeah. um, the first year I got my house, I got all this candy. <laughs> I had one kid. <laughs> <laughs> and it was next door. Did you give him all the candy? 
Yeah, I said, yeah. knock yourself out, yeah. little bastard. <laughs> no, that kid today is known oh, as Ruben Stuttered. Yeah, right. No, I don't. Uh, but and then I tried it again the next year, and then I just turned the lights out after that yeah. and went into town. Do you, um, uh, when things are normal, do you ever... Uh, you ever go out to a Halloween uh, costume contest or anything like that? Or, I mean, not as to, as a contestant, but a costume party and dress up or anything? I have not done that. Never? No. I, every day is a costume. Yeah, it's me. true. It's um, true. So, um, no, it's, uh, I haven't done that recently anyway. Okay. But someday maybe I will. All right. Okay? Nice. <laughs> All right. I'm, good. I'm good with that. Get off yeah. my back. Oh, and um, also uh, today is... Um, the anniversary of, you're just talking about Pearl Jam and their manager. Uh, this is, we're in the midst of the anniversary of the four-show closing run at the Spectrum. Yes. Uh, in 2009, Nick and I were at every show, uh, and uh, we said farewell to the Spectrum. So it was the 27th, 28th, they took the 29th off, and then they played the 30th and the 31st in the longest Pearl Jam show I've ever seen on Halloween. Hard to believe it was 11 years ago, and then yesterday was the 12-year anniversary of the Phillies winning the World Series right. in 2008. I mean, time's just flying by, but that's cool. You can, so you're going to do some uh, Spectrum stuff? Yeah, we'll do some Spectrum stuff. Well, nice. there's a great moment where they came out uh, dressed as Devo uh, on, on because last night was Halloween night, and they had the whole um, the jumpsuits, the red flower pot hats, it's and great. they did whip it, yeah. and we have that, so we might play that in a few. Very seconds. cool. So it'll be cool. Love it. All right, we'll go to the phones. Get a winner. See if we can do that. I got Paul, who is calling number eight. Hey, Paul, you're on the air. Hey, hey, guys. Hey, Paul, what's the word of the week? Misty. Play Misty for me. Great pumpkin in the morning. <laughs> great pumpkin in the morning. All right. And Paul, since you got it right, we are going to give you Tom Petty, Wildflowers, and all the rest, Super Deluxe Edition, five CD limited edition set featuring 70 tracks, nine unreleased songs, a hardbound book, and so much more, which is available now from Warner Records. And we're going to give you a $100 gift card to Woodstock Trading Company for the finest rock and roll memorabilia, concert posters, shirts, psychedelic art, and more. You can visit Woodstock Trading Company on Route 70 in Cherry Hill or WoodstockTradeCo.com. Sound good to you, man? Great. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. You bet. Hang on. We'll get your info. We'll set you up with that, and we congratulate you, sir. Uh, let me thank the sponsors. Oh, before I thank the sponsors of the Preston Steve Show, new Daily Rush video up. It's Haunted by the Pips. Oh, <laughs> that quickly, huh? Wow. Which is from this morning. Is Nick Murphy here today? <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. Oh, I didn't even oh, see yeah. him. All right, so uh, wow. listen to the terrifying tale of a couple haunted ba- uh, ba- backup singers. Uh, you can watch it now at uh, PrestonandSteve.com, sponsored by Punchline. Philly, and it's uh, Philly's uh, Fishtown's first comedy club, restaurant, and bar. Thank you to our sponsors. President Steve Show brought to you today by Acme Markets, fresh foods, local flavors. Also brought to you by God Shoals, real wood smoked turkey bacon, and also Hyundai City. It's one spooktacular month during October Auto Fest. Uh, you can shop hundreds of shocking deals at HyundaiCity.com. Next week on the program, we will have actress Paris uh, Berelk. Berelk? Barelk, there you go. She's from Hubie Halloween. She's from Hubie Halloween. Yeah, uh, beautiful young lady, funny movie. So we'll have her on, and uh, don't forget it's election day. And as you were uh, next week, and Pierre View pointed out, if you got the mail in ballot, don't mail it in. Take don't it mail in. It in. Take Head it, it to in. the to the drop box and drop that off. It's easy to do. I've done it. A lot of us have done it here. So just a reminder. That is it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great weekend and a safe Halloween. And we'll see you on Monday, gang. Bye bye. <laughs> Oh.
Preston and Steve. Love you. Hate you. Live. Listen, a lame costume is still a costume, so rock it. Next message. I just go to say no sad bro. I just go to say that it's Friday. Next message. Listen, I know it's scary that there's water falling from the sky, but uh, if you're going to drive on the highway, don't put on your flashers and get in the middle lane, stupid the Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.